All right, and welcome to Acme Podcasts Incorporated. I'm Laser J, and I'm joined, as always, by my good buddy and co-host. Hi, it's Kai. We are enunciating strongly this episode. Yes, because I do not like when I have the mush mouth, as you so accurately described it last time. Yeah. Uh. Yeah, so before we get in... Well, okay, here's what we're doing this week. We're doing... Uh, oh, well... First, sorry, we're late. Uh, my schedule is being fucked around with at work. It's not just mine, it's sort of everyone's. We're in a transitionary period. Uh, someone was fired and we're trying to... We're a very small company with very few people in it, so it's really... The, the firing happened in, like, February, and we're still sort of figuring shit out about how it's going to work now, so... Yeah. Yeah. So, um, because of a laser schedule, the podcast schedule is changing around as well. Yeah, because I come home from work and I just want to sleep. Like, mm-hmm. it, it's not so much like a physical tiredness, but it's a being around other people tiredness. Yes. Uh, so, recording a podcast after work. No. No, yeah, no. I, I don't want to look at myself in the mirror, much less talk to someone else. Uh, cause even my reflection is too much company at that point. Um, yeah, I feel that. Anyway, that's that, uh, news. Uh, there's a new, uh, Chip, Chip and Dale, uh, Rescue Rangers, uh, trailer. And, Kai, what's your impression? Uh, I, first, my impression was obviously... Oh, this is Roger Rabbit again, but bad, because it's clearly a murder mystery. Well, not murder, it's a mystery. Like, they're setting up a mystery. The one joke I did like from that trailer was the clay guy, like, putting his hand on the fingerprint and then cutting off part of his hand because it was clay. Yeah. That, that's kind of fun. But And, of course, the joke about the weird uh, uh, mid-2000s fucking CGI that's very... Not quite right. Yeah. Like that that joke works, but it gave me bad Roger Rabbit. And then, upon the second trailer, I realized, oh, no, wait. The vibe is the uh, live-action Scooby-Doo movie, the first one. Because it's like, oh, we're getting the gang back together, it feels like. And it's, like, long after the, quote-unquote, the show has ended, right? And we're making, like, commentary about the show being over or, or a similar vibe. And then that my mind immediately went to the thought of, oh, the reason that Gadgets isn't in the promotional material is because much like how Scrappy-Doo was the twist villain of the original Scooby-Doo movie, Gadget is the twist villain of this movie. Fuck you. Fuck you for putting that out in the world, and I'm blaming you if it happens. If that, that want, is it. I don't, I, don't, I, I don't want it to happen. I don't want to be right. I don't want... I I shouted at the rooftops when we did the Shrek episode about vindication. I don't want yeah. vindication for this. Yeah. I don't care what you want. I'm holding you responsible, and I'm going to come to your house, and I'm going to wreak vengeance. Reek. I don't know. I don't. <laughs> don't you mean reap vengeance? No, reek. Like you wreak havoc? Oh, right. Yeah, okay. I was... Both work. Yeah. Reap Vengeance definitely works, but it's... 
the saying is wreak vengeance. Like, right. cry havoc and wreak whatever. I don't know. Yeah, like, yeah, I don't know. Whatever. Yeah. Uh, Words. Yeah, that. Uh, I, on <laughs> the other hand, am hopeful because I like the people involved. And I all I want out of it is a couple good laughs. That's yeah. all I want. And this isn't news, but again, it's semi-related because we're well, one we're talking about Darkwing Duck later today, and two because Seth Rogen is in a uh, fucking the Chippendale. Uh, yeah, is that uh, found out recently that Tad Stones is going to be heavily involved with the new Darkwing Duck show? So a little more hopeful now, but yep. still bummed out that you know it's not the, the Ducktales version. Yeah. But, uh... Yeah. Yeah. Oh, well. Oh, well. Then, uh, also, rest in peace to Bone again for the yeah. third time. Yeah, the Bone film. Yeah. Uh, fuck you, Netflix. Fuck you. Uh, yeah. for so many reasons. Yeah. Uh... Yeah. Just glad, anyway. Uh, oh, go on. I'm just... I mean, this is... I'm just glad that, like, uh... Nimona didn't get cancelled. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know, man. Uh, I was I was waiting, because when Blue Sky went under, I was like, well, there goes that Nimona movie. I mean, that was the end of Nimona. I mean, Nimona was cancelled before Blue Sky went under. Uh, okay, but it came it's back now. Yeah, it got picked back up. Because yeah. um, Disney cancelled Nimona. Yeah, and then now Netflix has it. Yeah. So it's like, Netflix give us, Netflix take us. Yeah. But keep in mind, people have been waiting like 25, 30 years for a Bone adaptation. So it's a little different. No, it is. I am am always constantly aware of Bone's existence, but I've never actually read it. I always got it confused with... um, Moon. Matt Groening's like happy oh. bunnies or whatever um, they're called. Not the thing he, it's the comic strip he did before Simpsons. Yeah. Uh, that uh, yeah, uh, I don't think it's happy bunnies. It, it's something with bunnies. Uh, hmm. I don't know. Whatever. Um. That's mm-hmm. that. Uh, that's it for news. Uh, I am planning on reading Bone, actually. Yeah, I, you can I, get, I'd eventually plan on reading it, yeah. You can get uh, an ebook version of, like, the complete collection for, like, 25 bucks, so... Mm, that's I'm a pretty good deal. Do the, yeah, probably gonna do that. Mm. Um, I might do that. Yeah. Uh, let's see. <clears throat> yeah, that's that for news. Um... So, Kai, how's your week been? Uh, so, a couple things. Still watching, Spyx family still watching, your boy Kung Ming. St- they're still both good, and you should be watching them. If you're not, what are you doing with your life? Your boy Kung Ming is... Like, everybody knows Spyx family, because that's, like... That's been a pretty popular manga for a while, but your boy Kung Ming really took me by surprise it was a manga but that trailer just like happened upon me for that anime and i'm glad i found it because that anime is great good uh 
it's really dumb, and it's exactly what you want from that sort of a uh, premise. Yeah. But, um, then I've got some YouTube stuff. Um, there's a channel. I watch them. I'm a subscriber to them, and I watch them occasionally. They're called Stop Skeletons from Fighting. And they do a lot of, like, fun historical, um, stuff. Like, they talked about, like, uh, some of their videos are, like, the ambitious, uh, Resident Evil, uh, port onto the Game Boy. And, uh, similar stuff. And pretty recently, like, I think a month or two ago, they put out a video that I finally got, got around to watching. Called Zebo Brazil's Bizarre Delisted Console. Which was a console made in Brazil to essentially allow you to play cell phone games or cell phone ports of games on a console. Mm-hmm. And the the story about the Zebo is interesting, but I the thing I found even more interesting, which you didn't get too much into, was the concept of the uh, the gray market of Brazil's like video game scene. Mm-hmm. And there's an a sort of companion piece, I would say, to that Zebo video, and that's uh, by Cloth Map, and that's called Brazil's Video Game Great Markets. Mm-hmm. And there's some fucking fascinating stuff in there. Like, for example, um, in essentially what would happen is that because of the government and the, uh, uh, what's the word I'm looking for, the uh, the, fa- the fascist government essentially. It was yeah. like you had to, we want things to be made in Brazil, we don't want imports. So what would they would have to do to have games or things that were made by companies outside of Brazil, they would either have to make their own versions of it or they would have to license it. Essentially license the technology to recreate something like the master system mm-hmm. and recreate it in Brazilian factories. And then yeah. the games will be licensed, but they would also be made in Brazil. And the company that licensed it, uh, Tech Toys, I believe, were making, like, fucking Master System shit until, like, 2009 or 10. Oh, damn. And, there was, and there's stuff like, there's a cartridge of the cell phone version of Guitar Hero on the Sega Master System. Oh my god. Yeah. Like, some, like there's way more shit like that in that video, but, like, that's just sort of an, I give you an idea of, like, the crazy Wild West that is the, the gray market of video games in Brazil. It, it, it's kind of awesome, in a way. Highly recommend that shit if you're... It, remotely interested in, like, video game history. Yeah, that's... Huh. Yeah, right? Fucking crazy. Um, the other video I watched, uh, which I also highly recommend if you have any interest in, like, card games and well, Yu-Gi-Oh! specifically, there's a video by, uh, Rubendale called The Complete History of the Yu-Gi-Oh! Meta Part 1, uh, which covers... The Yu-Gi-Oh! meta from 2002 to 2005. So sort of like every release from 2002 to 2005 and how the Yu-Gi-Oh! meta evolved from those points. And and it's interesting 
because it's only talking about the O, uh, not the, the TCG, because mm. the OCG and the TCG are very different. Uh, because upper. I'm like, sorry. The the mm. OCG. Okay. Yeah, that's uh, that's a just that's some. Okay, I need to explain that. So. Okay. Wait. 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 Is that the game in the show? No. 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 I, uh, no? Okay. So. Okay. To explain. One of the super uh, weird things about Yu-Gi-Oh uh, is that the OCG and the TCG are separate. The OCG is the Japanese card game, and the TCG no. is the American card game. They are very; they are actually they are separate entities. Okay. Uh, and this is due to several factors. Number one is that for a long time, Upper Deck were the publishers of uh the Yu-Gi-Oh card game in English. Yes. Uh but the other thing about it is is that not only is it a difference of publishers, eventually Konami of America we were the publishers of the Yu-Gi-Oh card game in, in English, but um a lot of the things in the TCG and the OCG that are different are for one thing uh at a certain point, there were cards that were only ever printed in the OCG, or cards that were only ever printed in the TCG. Interesting. Like, especially, like, even, and, like, this gets even crazier later on, because not only is it single cards, sometimes entire archetypes of Yu-Gi-Oh cards only exist in either the TCG or the OCG. That's fucking wild. It's, it's really weird, and the other thing is, is that because of that, and because of like the games like and because of the uh, the meta being entirely different compared to each other and like sort of like separate from each other, the OCG and the TCG have different ban lists. Huh. It's it's wild. Um, yeah. But and but that video talks more about the TCG. But if you want to know about the the uh, the how the OCG got started and sort of the timeline of, in a similar timeline of that in the OCG, I recommend a Maniac's channel, which is M A N I A X channel, and they have a series called The History of Japanese TCGs, and one of their uh, like episode ten and eleven talk about the early stages of the Yu-Gi-Oh card game in Japan. And they okay. talk about a lot of interesting stuff, like a, like the first Yu-Gi-Oh tournament in Japan caused a riot in the in Tokyo Stadium. It, it it all kinds of crazy, interesting shit in those videos. Highly recommended if you have any interest in like card games at all. Huh. Uh, but yeah. Uh, as for non-YouTube stuff, uh, still reading Zatch Bell. Uh, it is fortuitous that I've been reading Zatch Bell because all of this Zatch Bell stuff has been coming out. It's the 25th anniversary. Yeah. So, yeah. so you know what? I, yeah, I picked a good time to get back into it. We got the, the figure arts coming out. Yeah. Of Gash and Keo. We've also got a um a proplica of the Red Spellbook. Yeah. I was about to, yeah. That, that shit's cool. Yeah. I would legit love to own the proplica of the Spellbook. Like, I want the figure arts. Just because they have that one facial expression in there that's incredibly funny. Oh, the the the, the fucking... Uh... The, like, running away screaming. Yeah, the, that yeah. face he uses all the time, yeah. Yeah. Really uh, good that, face. That, I just, I just want it for that reason. That's I'm, it. I, 
I haven't looked at all the the uh, the um, what's the word accessories. Uh, I hope it comes with a, a yellowfin tuna. Uh, I mean that would be nice, but I don't think they've revealed all the accessories. They just revealed that they're putting those out. Yeah, I want it to have the yellowfin tuna, and I want at least one like spell effect, like a lightning thing. At least, the, uh, at least like the main spell, like Zakir, like something to shoot out of his mouth. Like that's all I want. I'm not asking yeah. for a lot, you know. Give me a second. Like asking for a fucking giant spell effect for the the big lightning dragon is a lot to ask, but I think just like a little lightning blast from his mouth is not a lot to ask. No, absolutely not. I just want to take another look at the pictures that we have because those two Instagram posts are like it right now. Hmm. There might be some production photos in the Bandai Tamashi uh, website. Uh, maybe. The UART's gash bell. So, Zatch comes with his little Pocky Box dude. Oh, fucking uh, Vulcan 3000. Yeah, uh, smiling face, a crying face, a, a determination face. Yeah, the uh... screaming face, and then the running away crying face with motion blur hands. We also got the the uh, face he makes when he's casting a spell. Also, I think it comes with like the the book, but like not like the Proplica version of the book. It's just like a no. Um, the uh, Keo Keo comes with the book. Oh, so Gash and Keo are separate. Yes, they're separate. Oh, that sucks. I mean, that's that that's how they. I know, but like, yeah. if you if if they could sell them in a two pack, I would buy them together. Like, you can't have one without the other. Uh, well, yeah, but... Do not separate them. <laughs> they are a bonded pair. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but no, they're going to be separate. Um, uh, that's a shame. Yeah. And it looks like there's other sort of, like... Because these came out, there's, like, ones of uh, Fulgore and Conchome and... Uh, f- uh, frickin' um, Megumi and Tia are also coming out. Really? Yeah, it looks like there's product okay. like some early production photos of like some of the other important characters. Nice. I am really excited for the other ones we're definitely going to get for sure. If we're getting Contrame, well, uh, hold on. Mm-hmm. Hold on. Yes. Um it's not a definite thing because I think it was in 2016, they showed an SH Figure Arts Sakura from Naruto. Mm. And then the Naruto line got cancelled. And now Sakura's coming out later this year. But that's only because, like... It's like an anniversary or something. Right. So, just because they show you the prototypes doesn't mean they'll get made. All I want is fucking uh, Brago and Sherry. They're the ones I want. The rival characters. Yeah, I just want Zatch and Keo. Yeah, like, I mean, if we're going to get, I'm, you know, one set, those are the ones you want. Yeah. If we got into characters outside of those two, then then the, the, the duck guy and the chin guy. Yeah, that's that, a Fulgore and Conchome. Fulgore yeah. and, yeah, just those two. Th- those those. 
four characters, and I'll be happy. Yeah, I want Sherry and Brago, because Sherry and Brago are great. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, Zetch Bell, for the manga, it is really kind of surreal, because for a long time, I never went past a certain point in the anime or the manga. So it's really yeah. weird, after all these years, reading new stuff that I... Well, it's not... It's new to me, you know? Yeah. New parts of the story. Yeah. Uh, it's also... The reason I was able to get through so much of it so fast was because I had read it before. So it was sort of like, oh, yeah, I remember this part. You know? Mm-hmm. Like, like it's yeah. not... Like, I wasn't, like, reading it super intently. Because I remembered it all pretty well. But now that it's, like new brand new stuff i'm paying way more attention so i'm going through it slower than i normally would yeah um the other manga that i started reading there's a manga called kingdom yes yes Yes. uh kingdom i have not read it but i am aware yeah kingdom is about uh it is a fictionalized retelling of uh, the Warring States period of China. Okay. And specifically, That's... the rise to power of, uh, oh, fucking, what's his name? Um, the first emperor of China. Qin Shi Huang? Or Wait, the, the actual first emperor? Uh, Quin Shi Hong. Qin Shi Huang, yeah. Yeah, Qin Shi Huang. Yeah, the fir- so yeah, first emperor, the first emperor of Quin. Qin. Yeah, Qin. And, um, and sort of his rise to power, uh, yeah. starting from, uh, him being, uh, almost assassinated as a 16-year-old, yeah, all the way up to, like, you know, when he unified all of China. Yeah. And it, it's about him, and a a boy named uh, Shin, who is mm-hmm. a a war orphan slave, who uh, through effort and hard work becomes a soldier in the uh, Shin army and tries to become a great general. Mm. So the story is sort of split into like they're and they sort of like they become like friends, and the story is sort of can be split into these two major parts. The political mm. intrigue of uh, the Emperor and yeah. his sort of, like, power struggles. And the giant epic scale battles that uh, Shin is a part of. Hmm. And if, you're, if you are like me and love uh, war epics, and especially, like, fictionalized war epics that have, like, a more, like, flair to them. Yeah. Like, martial arts movie style flair. Yeah. Kingdom is is definitely for you. Okay. Uh there's nothing like super super ridiculous in terms of like people shooting key blasts. It's more like people doing superhuman bullshit. Yeah. Like I got like it, p- killing a tiger with your bare hands. It's more of. like a Jackie Chan movie. Yeah, it's more like a Jackie then, Chan or like, yeah. you know, a Jet Li movie. Yeah. It, it's like Wuxia style, like, wire foo, stupid bullshit. Like, uh, the general cutting down, like, ten guys with one swing of his spear. Yeah. That sort of stupid bullshit. Yeah. And it's a fun time. 
you have to be really into those types of stories. But if you are really into like big war epics, highly recommend it. All right. And that's about it for me. Okay. Uh, let's see. Uh, first, I uh, I decided because I used to read the manga, and I it it got uh, update uh, adapted recently, and I was curious. I watched uh, I caught up with the English dub, which finished season one recently of uh, my um, dress up darling. Oh yeah, I heard that. That's pretty all right. Yeah, I mean it's it skirts on the edge of etchy. Yeah, it's very uh, etchy. And they they are high schoolers, mm. uh, but it if it just doesn't feel like the focus. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. it's there, but it's never like yeah. It, at its core, it's a very cute. Uh, rom-com mm-hmm. about a pairing I'm honestly tired of, but this does it so well of a, a very awkward introverted boy and a very pretty outgoing girl. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's it's done to death Yeah, in manga, but I still enjoy it. Uh, at least here. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then I ended up catching up with the manga, too, because mm-hmm. I finished the anime. Yeah. Uh, uh, then I decided to also, I read, um, because it, it, it got adapted into an anime or it's getting adapted. I can't remember if it started or not, but, uh, I read the manga, uh, Dance, Dance, Dancer, the ballet I manga. don't know about that one. Uh, it's about a, uh, <clears throat> it's about a boy who does ballet. Uh, th- there's a lot more to it, a lot of, like, childhood trauma type shit. There's some, like... Do we have any hashtag heated drama between men? <sighs> yes. That's all I wanted to know. Um... Yes. Okay. Uh, I just wanted to know it about definitely, heated, heated the, drama. Yeah. Um, uh, explaining it would spoil too much. Got it. That's fine. I just wanted to know if there was heated drama. You don't have to explain it. Um, I, I will say it's one of those things where it really feels gay at certain points, but then I think they walk it back pretty heavily. Yeah. Uh, so it's like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like it, it. Yeah. Yeah. I know what you mean. Uh. It feels like they're. I don't know. Like yeah. Um. It's like they're keenly aware of the fact that this sort of genre is inherently like has a lot of like that energy, which we discussed why that was. Uh, yeah. Why way back, but and then they're trying well, to like double down to say like no, no, it's not gay, bro. It's not really a sports manga. Okay, but no, but like. Anything about... Yes. No, no, I, I get what you're saying, but yeah. it... I would not put it into that category of story. Mm-hmm. This is... This doesn't have that, like... The haiku feel. Right. Like, it, it doesn't have the haiku or the Naruto 
mm-hmm. feel. It really, if I was to compare it to anything, it would be Beck. Oh, okay. It's definitely far more about the art form, and then you just get the interpersonal drama along with the art form. Yeah, and Beck also had heated drama between men. Yes. Uh, but in its own special way. Yes. Not similar to other things. Right. Well, I mean, not unique, but you know what I mean. No, I know what you mean. Heated drama um, between men is a very, like, broad term. Yeah. There, there's a lot of different types. Um, By the way, for those who don't know, this is sort of like an in-joke between a very small group of people. He had a drama between men was the Tumblr tag for a long time for Common Utter Build. Ah, uh, right. Yes, and that, and it sort of became a sort of ubiquitous term for that type of storytelling. And the, yeah. you know, sort of, it's, it's like you hear, you hear it, you hear heated drama between men, and you know exactly what somebody means when they say heated drama between yeah. men. Yeah, it, it, it brings to images, it brings to mind images of uh, Naruto and Sasuke's show, uh, showdown in the valley. Yeah. And rivalries and draw and like the inherent drama of like competition in general. Yeah. Which you know. Uh, <clears throat> so I caught up with uh, Dance Dance Dancer as well. That mm-hmm. uh, some fucked up shit in there. Uh, but I don't think you could really talk about something about ballet without talking about oh yeah no ballet ballet. how ballet is kind of fucked up and corrupt yeah yeah uh specifically like ballet moms Mm -hmm. uh except this case it's a ballet grandma Mm -hmm. uh but yeah uh do recommend but deals with heavy shit Mm -hmm. so if you can't take the heavy shit Right. Stay away. Uh, what else? Uh, okay, that only leaves one other thing. And uh, I know we said we were going to do it for an episode soon, but I couldn't hold back. Mm. And I watched all of season one. And the both movies, and I'm up to season 10 of season 2 for Tiger and Bunny. Oh, okay. Um, I just couldn't hold back. I was too curious. I mean, that's fine. Uh, very good. Mm-hmm. Um, I would recommend the sub over the dub, because there are some points where the there is a character who is... Flaming homosexual, I'm aware of him. Okay, uh, more than that. Uh, specifically, not a man. Mm. Uh, Non-binary. But, uh, they, the English dub never gets fully into it, but you very much get the gender non-conforming at the very least. Yeah, I've seen that one scene where he he talks about, it's one of my favorite things ever, 
It should be they. It should yeah, definitely well, it, be they. They, they. they talk about um, one of my favorite things, which is, like, one of the themes of, like, a lot of, like, boy shows, especially Sentai, is, like, that hot-blooded youth courage energy. Mm-hmm. And then um, how Magical Girl stuff is all about love, friendship, you know. And yeah. they say... It is said that in a man's heart there is burning courage, and in a woman's heart there is shining love. And then, and then they like, well, what does that mean for you? And then he says it means. And then they say it means I'm invincible. Yeah. And I'm like, that's really fucking powerful. Yeah, Fire Emblem fucking kicks ass. Um, that that's the character. Yeah, Fire uh, Emblem. I... Non here name is Nathan something or other. Uh, I'm like, man, that's a fucking power move, and I love it. Yeah. Uh, Fire Emblem kicks ass. Mm. Uh, Really? Love them. Yeah. There is no... There are some characters who are kind of weaker than the rest, but it's really just because they have not had chat. They they just didn't focus on... There are certain characters that got more focus, basically. I mean, yeah, that's going to happen when you have a large cast. Yeah. Um The main two are so fucking gay. Oh, um, it's not even like I've seen bits and pieces and it's like wow, this is He says something about his fucking man you have really pretty eyelashes and it's like who says that? Yeah. It's yeah. wild. Fucking uh, wild shit, man. Yep. Uh do recommend uh, do, do recommend Tiger and Bunny. I still need to finish it. Uh, mm. I have three episodes left. Mm. Um, yeah, we'll, uh, we'll and, eventually talk about it for sure. Yeah. Uh, no bad characters. Underdeveloped, yes, but no bad. That's always um, good to hear. Yeah. Oh, and there's... Mm, the Edgelord. There's such an Edgelord, like, designed to be badass, anti-hero vigilante character that i love the one that i oh. the, what my the one that my sibling loves is fucking a, or something origami or whatever oh or uh origami, origami cyclone origami cyclone yeah. your your sibling likes yeah sibling uh, likes origami cyclone okay origami yeah origami cyclone is just a weeaboo yeah russian dude is super into japanese shit just a weeaboo. Yep. Uh, for me, for me, it's um, lunatic who is a. Uh, so there, there's like legal heroes mm-hmm. that like they they work within the system, and then there's vigilantes like lunatic. Yeah, like uh, BNHA talks about that too. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Although this is BNHA just lifted so much of its set up from Tiger and Bunny. Mm-hmm. Like, so much of it. Uh, anyway. Um, I mean, the concept of, like, superheroes being, like, public figures and having an organized thing of superheroes isn't, like, original to Tiger and Bunny. Oh, no, 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 no. But, I mean, like, th- there's, like, one-for-one direct things. Like, it- it's clearly trying to be... Yeah. Yeah. Don't you mean all for uh, one? What? Don't you mean all for one? <laughs> uh, anyway. Uh, but yeah, the other one they like was fucking Sky High. 
Sky High is great. Sky High, literally, okay. Sky High's name is literally Keith Goodman, and that's all you need to know about his character. He is a good man. He's just fucking, he's the guy, blonde hair, got a, he's got a golden retriever, loves kids, perfect, in season per- two, perfect smile. In season two, he has two golden retrievers. The first one's name is John, and the second one is John John. I love him. I love him. Sky High is, uh, oh, oh, a large part of season two's plot is about how they've implemented the buddy system for the rest of the heroes, because in the first one... It works so well, yeah. Yeah. Uh, and Sky High is teamed up with Fire Emblem, mm. and that is now, like, the A number one ship, as far as I can tell. Good. Like, more than Tiger and Barnaby, it's Sky High and Fire Emblem. Good. Love it. Uh... It, it's real good. Uh, there's one point in the first season, though. He gets an episode that's focused around him. Uh, he falls in love with a robot that he doesn't know is a robot. Hmm. I see. And it just... It, 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 it highlights how simple-minded he is. Mm. And I love him for it. Uh... God. Like I okay, when I say simple minded, I mean like straightforward, extremely straight. Yeah, like it. it okay, he's a himbo. Maybe falls in. He's a himbo. That that's exactly what I mean. Yeah, yeah um, he's a himbo. But it it is sort of like he has these conversations with the robot, but it's all just like that that trope of um, he's talking, and the robot's not really saying any like giving much in reply Mm. and he's taking that as like being deep and inferring meaning from that and answering his own questions of course and this is also how he falls in love with the robot because he's like i learned so much around you you give such good advice god (laughs) sounds about right uh, I won't spoil the rest of the episode, but that that's the basic premise of the episode. He falls in love with the robot. <sighs> uh, Alright. Yeah, anyway, that's Tiger and Buddy. I also read the manga for it. Right. Because uh, the manga only... It, it does not uh, showcase what's in the episodes. It is stuff between episodes. Oh, okay, that's cool. Extra material. Yeah, and you get a lot more... Uh, character flavor for a lot of characters like there's a lot of a lot for like the underdeveloped the characters i would call underdeveloped Mm -hmm. they get more in the the manga manga. yeah yeah that makes sense uh trying to think if there's anything else Nope. Okay, that's that. Alright, uh, let's get into upkeep then. Okay. Uh, so first we've got Amphibia. Uh, we've got, correct me if I'm wrong, Root of, e- Root of Evil, uh, the Core and the King, Newts and Tights, and Fight or Flight, right? Let's double check, because we did miss... We did Mother of Olms and Grimm's Pupil, Grimes' Pupil, right? No. We did not? No, okay. those are the ones, yeah, we didn't, because I remember last week I hadn't, like, fully caught up. So right! The last time. Right, that right, was, right. those were the ones we didn't get to talk about last time. Right, okay, so Mother of Olms and Grimes' Pupil. 
Mother of Olms is how just because you're getting old doesn't mean you're less useful. That that's a tale for also it's adults. It's uh, the alternate title is Sasha's worst day ever. Yeah. Which you know what? Don't blame her. No, that's a special type of hell. It's earwax, snot, and then at the end, just getting the fucking the spit shower. Yep, that's just a bad day. Yeah, it it is just really weird that like honestly, that entire episode feels a lot like. We couldn't think of a way to make the entire episode about the prophecy, so we padded it out. Yeah. Like, for real. Yeah. Oh, and then that guy died in the Mother of Olms' head. Yeah, that's... Don't... You you Uh, think about that for a little too long, and you're like, ugh. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah. Yeah, the... And then... And then the prophecy was one of those, like, vague... RPG fucking fantasy yeah. prophecies that doesn't tell you jack shit. Yeah. Didn't, doesn't tell you anything you didn't already... That we, as the audience, didn't already know anyway. Yeah. I mean, it, it exists more to spell it out for people who didn't catch on I mean, to yeah, stuff, to, I guess. Yeah, to be fair, it is, it is... This is a show for children. Yeah. And, like, you know, some kids might have picked up on shit, but yeah, yeah, kid, some might not. Kids are not stupid. I would not have picked up on it as a little kid. Uh, mm-hmm. I would have probably just been paying attention more to the yucks than the... Yeah. And this than is uh, the, uh, one of those shows for, like, the uh... What was, what was the thing that KO said in, uh... Oh, 6 to 11 years old? 6 to 11 years old. That's his age? Yeah, that's his age, because that's, that's the target audience, and that's the target audience for this show. Yep. Uh... <sighs> and I think Owl House is more, like... So it, I think Owl House is slightly older, but it's around there. I'd say it's like eleven to sixteen, something like that. It's it's YA. Mm. Yeah, Owl House is yeah. like a YA thing. It has the energy of a young adult novel, but different mm-hmm. in a good way. Yeah. But anyway, um, like a Percy Jackson book. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed Grimes's people. Grimes' pupil was very good. Um, I'm glad yes. Grimes got an episode. Yes. Because, like, up till now, he's like, I like Grimes, but he has, like, he did get that one episode with the general, but ever since yeah. then, he hasn't really had an episode, and I like Grimes, and I'm glad he got another episode. Yeah, I, he he's just sort of been, like, punchline, like, or, like, punchline delivery up until now. Yeah. Also, he's kind of suffering from the wharf effect. Yes, the wharf effect for sure. Like, oh no, that guy beat Grimes. He must be really strong. Yeah. Oh <laughs> for... uh... uh, god. Yeah. All right. Yeah, that's um, a fun one. Yeah. So then, the root of evil. Uh, Can't believe I'll... Jeremy the mushroom came back. So. I tapped out of this one because I kind of just hate Midsommar references oh. and stuff. Mm-hmm. I I um I have not seen Midsommar, but it just like inherently creeps me out. I mean, it's, and so it, I just it is I a just horror tapped movie. Out of it. Yeah, um, but I don't usually mind horror references all that much. 
Mm-hmm. But something about Midsummer that just inherently creeps me out. And so as soon as I saw the tunics, I was like, nope, mm-mm, skipping, skipping, skipping. Uh, it's literally the only thing is like it's a fucking bunch of people who are really into horticulture. And then it turns out that it was Jeremy the Mushroom the whole time. Okay. And but the the twist is is that um they chose to be controlled because it let them huh. be more connected with plants. And then oh. uh the Andreas had like a tracking device on their cart. So what happened was is that the whole place was being destroyed and they were like, "Hey, listen, let's get a, let's have a deal." You join the resistance with your guys. We'll help you. And it's like, okay, sure. And so Jeremy's part of the resistance. They also pointed out the plot point that Andreas has another, uh, another of Jeremy's species because his, you know, collars are using the, the mind control mushrooms. Oh. And uh, Anne, being Anne, decided to be like, hey, who knows? Maybe the other mushroom's a girl mushroom. And Jeremy is just like, that's not how mushrooms work. <laughs> and it got really awkward. Uh, okay. Then Corn the King. Corn uh, the King was good. Corn. Uh, very good. I like that one. I liked Corn the King because I I was like, oh god, are we gonna? Are you gonna try and make me feel bad for Andreas? No. Nope. Andreas is an asshole. Yep. Period. Yep. Like he had clearly he has sympathy for Marcy, but he's still an asshole. Yep. He's an asshole with daddy issues. Yep. Also, I love Darcy. Darcy's great. I fucking I was that was not what I was expecting. Fucking the nope. core Marcy fusion to be. Not in the least. Uh, People have also been theorizing about um, what they meant when they said, oh, she's up in a little room in our brain. So that, yeah. Is it like, is she in like a mindscape to keep her like pacified or something? Uh, mental compartmentalization. It's, type it's, thing. it's either a mental compartmentalization or it's literally Mar- Marcy's mind is inside of like a a dream that yeah. she would want, like a fantasy that she wouldn't that want to step away from. Is the best way to keep someone occupied. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't see that occupying Marcy for. No, no, Marcy is the type of person who would willingly. Well, I mean, yeah, look what she did to, to keep going yeah. in these fantasy adventures. Yeah, yeah, okay. It's like a world where they're all three of them together and they're going on cool. Adventures. Yeah. Um, and then, like, got a lot of lore on that one. With, like, the box. Oh, yeah. How, what happened to the box, how it ended up leaving, etc. Yep. And more stuff about Leaf and um, Barrel and all that shit. Yep. But I think... Uh, the other interesting thing that I'm kind of wondering about is um, they had to be reformatted, right? Yeah. So my thinking is is that, like, I have a theory that at some point 
Anne and Sasha are going to try and talk to Darcy and be like, we need to get Marcy out of there. And then the core is going to say, oh, no, she's not here anymore. She's been, we've been reformatted, you know. Oh, yeah. No, I thought that was what the, uh, not reformat, but dumping unnecessary data. Yes. I figured that's what the, that but was. But then it turns out that because Andrea's the one, was the one who did it, he kept her around. Yeah, back up data. Yeah. He, he backed up her data. I think the whole thing with Andreas is he's going to still be, like, a bad guy, but, like, still... It's, like, his last moment of, like... Eleventh hour... His, his, the last good make things right. The last good thing he does is saving Mercy. Yeah. But in the end, he's still a bad guy. Oh, yeah. Which I'm fine with. I'm, I'm, I don't want a redemption That's for That's what him. I would prefer. Yeah, yeah. I, I want him to, like, you know, still be bad, but... Do something nice. Yes. Or good. Yes. Yeah. That brings us to Newts and Tights. Uh, Robin Hood Men and Tights reference. Yeah. And we get, uh, I forgot his name again. Oh, fucking, um, Tritonio. Tritonio, yeah. Uh, that was a good one. Mm hmm. Just, I di- Not, didn't but... need all the really detailed shots of the muscular legs in the green tights. Ah, uh, that's the joke. Though. I know. Yeah. Uh, and then you got fight or flight. Uh, did not expect Domino Two to come back. I'm glad Domino Two came back. Really? I, I am. I just. I really. En- this was a. This was one I really enjoyed. Of of the ones we've talked about today, I think that's the one I enjoyed the most. Yeah, it was a pretty fun and silly one. Like nothing like. Yeah. And then, of course, we got the big reveal at the end. Uh, we had the, the secret room. And then, yes. obviously, the letter is written in that same secret code that Leaf used to leave to Andreas. Yes. And then the other, and then they had the cape in the corner that had the letter L on it. Yep. Like, we, we can't spell it out any more than this, kids. Nope. Well, I mean, the thing... Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. ah, okay, so Leaf is... Was the, the plant, like, planter. Got it. Yeah. Like, we, we kind of been new, but, like, you know. Now it's, uh... Confirmed. Clear as day, yeah. All but confirmed. All but confirmed. Uh, alright, that's it for Amphibia. That brings us to Owl House. Woo, nanny! So, uh, the, we didn't get to talk about, uh... Them's the Breaks Kid. No, reaching out. Oh, reach! You oh, reaching you, out that right. Oh, we got even more. Yeah, we got you. You were really like so fucking like. Oh, but I want to talk about the shit and fucking. Yeah, just because I like Al. Yeah, you were so. And it's like there's some stuff in there. For mm. yeah, because we watched. We talked about any sport in a storm, and I talked about Derry. So I'm like, oh, there's some more stuff with Derry. Mm. Oh, oh, the, 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 I could sh- finally fucking show you the screenshot I wanted to show oh, you. Of, uh, Darius uh, in the d- background? Of... No, not that, well, that, that one, yes, but, or uh, maybe it was that one. With, where he's booing uh, Alador winning the belt? Yes, yes, uh, all the little details in there. Yes. Uh, so, like, zoom in on it. Yeah. There's uh, Odalia. Okay. So you got Odalia there, you got, uh, 
Darius there booing. You got uh, the the warden there. Oh yeah. Uh, then you got uh, Ida and Rain up on that like skull way in the background. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, trying to there, there's other details in here that I wanted to point out. Uh, no, I guess that was it. I guess there's stuff in upcoming other episodes we we're going to be talking I've about. I've got a for um fucking uh. What's that episode? Uh, or Hunter and Luce went into the thing. Uh, what's oh, Hollow Mind? For Hollow Mind, I've got, uh, I got an entire fucking thing for people taking uh, screenshots and close-ups of the paintings. So yes. I've got a whole fucking thing for that, but we'll get to that in a second. Excellent. Uh, them's the breaks, you also see more uh, good, like, past people that are clearly yeah the parents of people yeah re- but, uh, reaching out was really really good yeah reaching out was good uh, i'm glad they, they team up and there's 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 relationship dra- heated drama between women heated drama between uh, women and we got some actual stuff with a like uh al and uh fucking uh shit i just why did I forget? Amity. Amity. Yeah, because most yeah. of the stuff about her has been with her mom. Yeah. Now we get to find out her relationship with her dad. Which is like a non-relationship. Like a not, like, it's like he doesn't know anything about her. Yeah. Oh, and then there's the twins! The twins! They just use illusion and magic because they don't want to get ready for school. Who wouldn't? Yeah, right? Who wouldn't do that? Fuck! Wish I could do that. God almighty. Yeah. Um, yeah, I love the, the subplot with Erdrick and uh, wanting to know beastkeeping magic. Yeah. Ed, Ed, Edric and his whole, like, joining the, you know, bad girl coven. Yeah, bad girl coven. And uh, Amira being all like, I want a t-shirt too! Uh, <laughs> I want that t-shirt. Adrian has it. So I also, and I also oh, want nice. Because nice. you can get it at uh, the uh, fucking the mystery shack. Nice. Uh, Along with the king plushie, obviously. Bad girl coven. Bad girl coven. I'm gonna get ooh golden guard mask. There's some good. Ooh, there's some good. Shit. Yeah, the, there's some good shit in the mystery shack. I always forget that this place exists. Yeah, it's good. Anyway. Yeah, sorry. I uh, got distracted. Uh, so yeah, that that's reaching out. Uh, a lot of good shit in there. Them's the breaks, kids. Uh, how how Edom at Rain. Holy shit. Um, I, I loved the swerve of like... That shit about her changing the flavor of the water, and at the end, it was like, oh! Yes! Oh! And confirmation that Darius isn't evil, just as they were making him likable. And I love his little tiny abomination. Yes, tiny abomination, very cute. And also, we got got a lot of, like, got a lot of stuff in that episode. Like, we saw Bosch's mom in the background. Yeah, the the two... Huh? Uh, 
Two people who I think they presume are Bosch's moms, yeah, plural. Bosch's moms, and we also saw, I think we saw a fucking um, Willow's dads, we, yeah. Yeah, we saw them. We saw uh, a scene where uh, Alador, Odalia, and Darius seem to be friends. Yeah. Like, uh, so, like what happened? Uh, I'm going to... My gut reaction and tell me if I should cut this is... Uh, Romantic drama, love triangle bullshit. That, Darius no, and Al. Might have been. Yeah, that that that's sort of my like. Darius is a jilted lover who's bitter. Wouldn't shock. Or wouldn't shock. Jilted, jilted crush. I should say, like he had a crush on. Right. Al. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. Now it's just bitterness. Uh, that 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 that's my vibe. That that's my vibe from that. Yeah, I can feel that trio. Uh. Uh, though I, I would I, I think I'd be happier with like uh, they were like project partners and there was just a bad break mm, maybe in their in their professional partnership yeah professional and like yeah one they were both competing with each other yeah and then it became like a thing yeah yeah because uh, you do see Al sort of engage in the rivalry as well a little bit. Yeah, just a little every bit. Every once in... Yeah. Like, th- there was a... Like, in the details, like, uh, in a, one of the Pentagram posts, you see a little bit of Al engaging. Yeah, I think the... it was... I think they were both competing to become the, the Covenhead, probably. I could see that. I, I, I honestly could see it being something earlier than that. Like, just, like... I, I don't know. Whatever. I think it... You know what I think it was? I think it was, like... They were both... They had a friendly agreement to both compete together to become Coven heads, become like either become the Abomination Coven, and then Odalia wanted Alador's, you know, genius for other purposes. I could see that. I I was I was seeing it more like they were partners in like like research like research partners. Mm. And they just had a falling out over disagreements on usage of things, and Odalia probably played into that somehow. Yeah, like thing. We don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Whatever. Uh... <laughs> Hold on. If you go, to, if you go to the Mystery Shack and go to uh, the Owl House products at the top, you for nine thousand nine hundred and ninety nine dollars and ninety nine. Abomination, the Abomination Soldier. Soldier, but they're sold out, and it's sold out. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Yeah. That's my favorite. Uh, there's a lot of good there's shit There's a map here. of Duckburg. Yeah. Oh, I love it. Love it, love uh, it. Anyway. Yeah. Um, oh. Also, also, just getting back to the point of the episode. Yes. Uh, fuck the plant coven head. Fuck, fuck. Uh, uh, she, she sucks. I... I love an evil G milf, but also fuck that bitch. Yeah, no, that, that there's a, there's a line. There is a line for sure. Uh, and then after that is Hollow Mind. Uh, holy fuck! <sighs> so Hunter's a clone. Yeah, we yeah that uh, was a theory that I had actually thrown out in one of our episodes. Was that there was that. Uh, the, yeah. the Grimwalker th- uh, book in Bellos's desk, and also it was yeah. on uh, Philip Woodabane's desk too, which I pointed out. So, uh, uh, yeah, called that. 
Yeah. A lot of people were talking about that, but, you know, I feel vindicated either way. Yeah, vindication for you, my dude. Yeah, yeah Grimwalkers appear to be some kind of, like, homunculus or simulacrum yeah. or something similar. Advanced abomination Advanced magic. abominations and um, Hunter uh, and all the other Golden Guards were obviously made to look like Philip's brother. Yup. And that probably explained why they can't really use magic all that well. Yeah. We also got, like, uh, stuff with the, uh, the Collector. Yeah. They're a big, giant question mark. Yeah. But, uh, that would, that should honestly be Season three's whole spiel. Yeah, we don't know. We don't know how Season uh, three's gonna end. And then, like... Yeah. They said something about we all... we're, we're sealed under the bones, so clearly they're hidden under the... Like, they've been sealed under the Titan itself. Yeah. And then... Uh... We also, we also get confirmation that the uh, the beast uh, coven head is not evil. Oh yeah, the fucking uh, yeah, they're also with Rain and uh, Darius. Darius, which uh, yeah, the, the the joke with the how to get past the the, the owl bird tube tube this that thing <laughs> that thing <laughs> whatever. Oh, I love Hootie. I love Hootie so much. I love Hootie. I hate Hootie. Both are my true feelings. No, it's just love for me. I just I, love Hootie so my, much. I know how you feel. No, you know what my favorite thing from this was? What? Was when they had the fucking rabbit walkie-talkies, and Hunter took the rabbit walkie-talkies, and he was like, Flapjack, are you okay? And then he whispered, I love you. <laughs> also, his name is Flapjack. His name is Flapjack. I love him. Flapjack's very good. Also, I've got hun my Hunter, my poor, my poor, poor son boy. Hunter has so quickly become one of my favorites. So fucking quickly. Oh. God damn it. That. You know what hurts more now is that thing that happened when Eclipse Lake when he said I don't want to be replaced yeah that hurts so much more now oh that's big oh, that that's painful yeah that's fucking real and then uh, it was within the episode itself one of the things we focused on obviously was like the one with uh, the gold the when hunter became golden guard and how you mentioned yeah. darius like sad and it's like oh he knew the last one and they were yeah like, the they were f friends possibly more uh the last one was his mentor I, he said that in um oh, oh yeah darius any sport in a storm yeah, his last one was his mentor yeah Hmm. So they were at least, they were at least student and pupil. But yeah, how much else there was there, we don't know. Well, mentor mentee. I think that you don't really want it to go beyond that in a teacher, because power dynamics. I mean, it could have been one sided. Yeah. Uh, you never know, but um. Yeah. Yeah. But we also like got. Finally, what the fuck is Bellos's whole, at least kind of what his motives are? Like, he's, he's a witch he's hunter. He's just a witch hunter. 
It's so simple, and it's, it works so good. It's literally just like, oh, you're just, and you're just a bigoted human. Oh, you know what was big though? What? Uh. They noticed that the, the Golden Guard insignia was also seen in the town. Yeah. On a sign. Mm-hmm. What does it mean? Well, that that that's where Philip and his brother are from. That, oh, that's yeah. What the, the, oh, okay. So it's like a, it was the witch hunt. It might have been the witch hunter like association that they were a part of or something. I was thinking a family crest. Could be a family crest, yeah. That too. So, with that being said, oh, we also that shit with the uh, that thing that was made up of the souls of the palismans, which is probably why he keeps like turning into that monster. It's like the souls of all the palismans trying to like get out. Yeah, and it's like fucking him up. And the all those seals on his body probably aren't like part of a curse. They're meant to keep the souls of the palismans inside of his body. That looks like a seal. Yeah. And it. Oh, I can't wait to see where this goes. And, and then, like the I... talismans are like, were more than likely they were just sort of like a tool to prolong his life, so that he could see his like goals through. Yeah. Because he's at least three hundred and fifty years old. Fuck. Also, you were right. They confirmed he's only been emperor for fifty years. Yeah. Uh, you were right on that. I was off base. We said that in season uh, one. Yeah, I just kept, I kept missing that. Uh, um. So with that being said, I got a bunch of fucking paintings that people obviously like took screenshots of and like focused in on. Yes, please share. There's a me, there's so a lot here. Just send me a link then. No, no, I, I'm or, gonna I'll copy paste them here. Don't okay. worry about. It. I, I had me and Adrian were talking about it, so like I've got them all like in a row. Okay. Um, let's see here. There's. So. Okay. That one, that one. And this one. Copy. Copy. That. I relate to Edric so much. 13 year old having that stupid little peach fuzz mustache. Relatable. Except I, my mustache was thicker, honestly. Uh, and then one more. Okay. This will take a second. Okay. These are all. That's the last one, because I loaded it okay. last. That's Bellows modifying his... He looks like he cut off his own ears and put witch yeah. ears on. That's fucked up. No, but here's all the really good shit. Okay. So this first one is obviously, like, it's little baby little baby uh, Philip and his brother. And yep. f- uh, the brother is dressed as a witch, and the... Uh, Caleb is like Philip has made um like a little snare like yep. playing witch hunters. This and there's Philip walking off with uh, a witch he's obviously fallen uh, in love with or is friends with. Yeah, 
Well, I mean, she looks pretty like she got a baby bump. So, I'm guessing more than that. And then this one, this next one is uh, the brother introducing her probably to Philip. And then we've got what looks to be their probably their first encounter with a witch. And uh, the brother being seduced by magic. And you can see Philip in the background. Scared. And then yeah. this... I don't know what's up with this one in the in this third one here with the in the one in the middle, right next to the one where there was the, there's flames and the daggers. Like this one in the middle where he's hugging, I guess Philip, but it is Philip. But what does that mean? Uh, and then the last one that despite everything, he forgave him. Yeah, I guess. And then the last one is like. But still betrayal. Yeah, the last one is like fire everywhere, like burning, probably a witch trial, burning something, and then there's like a big fight between the brothers, or maybe even that could even be the father of the brothers. We don't know. There's a lot. There's also been some theories that like this witch uh, that with Philip. Not Philip, but yeah, my 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 theory is that Dell is the descendant of Philip, uh, Dell Clawthorn. Yeah, no, I uh, that's what a dad. lot of people have been saying that the Clawthorn family is descended from Philip's brother. Yes, yeah, I that, wish that, that that's... I could totally see that. Because look at look at Dell's palisman. It's like a little yellow cardinal, like a yellow, yeah, little yeah, yellow exactly. version it of look, flapjack. It looks like flapjack, and all the the Clawthorns have bird palismans. Yeah. So, yeah, totally. Like, I could definitely easily see that the witch, the descendant, their descendants were the Clawthorn family. Yeah. So much. So much happening. And the next episode is going to be a King episode. Yes, yes, I saw that. Uh, hopefully, we get some closure on that fucking letter that Hootie ate. The one of the things at the Mystery Shack is the Hexes Hold'em cards. Yeah, I saw. That's cool. Dig that. Anyway. Yeah, it's it's also. There's so many people have been throwing out all kinds of theories because of fucking Hollow Minds. Yep. So much happening. Mm. So much happening. I need more. I need more! Uh, makes uh, you realize, yeah, we're not going to resolve everything, are we? No. With just those... Which is, if season three is going to be as is, we're not going to be able to resolve everything. No. And that's that's a pity. Yeah. All I want is for it to end well. If we have unresolved plot threads that you know. Yeah. Like, if as long as, like, the big stuff gets answered and it ends well, I'll be satisfied, even if, like, some of the other stuff that I wanted answered never got answered. You know? Yeah. Like, the, within reason. Within reason, within obviously. Reason. Yeah. But, like, you know. It really is... I really would have wanted to see what the show was like before Disney got it. Because Dana wanted it to yeah. be something different. 
I've seen the beta design. Oh, yeah, and then, like, off, if you see the show, you're like, oh, man, this or, the original show definitely would have, like, leaned way harder into the horror aspect. Absolutely. I mean, that, yeah. Like, even harder yeah. than the, the show already does. Yes. That monster made of palisman is already fucked up. Yep. Oh. Okay. Yeah, that's that's a that's uh, upkeep. so that's upkeep. Yeah, that's upkeep. Yeah. Uh, we're gonna take a quick break, and when we get back, we're going to get into the 1987 Ducktales. We'll see you then. Ooh. And welcome back. Uh, we got to get into Ducktales now, the series that ran between 1987 and 1990. Wow. Including the movie. Yeah, we did. Uh, we did watch the DuckTales movie. Yes. Uh, hmm? You know, I'm going to pass over lead to you on this. Oh, okay. For fucking casting crew and all that? Yeah, because, like, th- this is your... This is really your... Your spiel. More than okay, mine. well... Um... Like, as, as, much, as much nostalgia as I have for the Disney afternoon... Uh, you're the one who's far more passionate about it all than I am. Uh, well, the nineteen ninety seven Ducktales is based off of the Uncle Screw, the original Uncle Scrooge comics by, uh, by uh, Carl Barks, and the original show was actually developed by uh, Jim Megan. Uh, it's starring the voices of Alan Young as Scrooge, Rusey Taylor as uh, uh, all the triplets, as well as Webby. Uh, I believe, yeah, Chuck McCain, uh, Terry McGovern, Frank Welker, Hal Smith. Joan Gerber, Hamilton Camp, June Foray, Peter Cullen, Brian Cummings, and Tony Tony Ansamello. The original theme song was uh, composed by Mike Mueller. Woo! You know, the yeah. classic theme song. Uh, the show ran for four seasons, uh, 100 episodes, 101 individual sem- segments, plus the movie. Uh, the producer for the first two seasons was Jim McGain and Bob Bob Hathcock, and the season four was uh, produced by Alan Zavall. Uh Supervisor was Fred Wolf. It was produced, obviously, by Walt Disney uh, Animation and distributed by Buena Vista. And, it uh, again, it ran from 1987 to 1990, where it would then go on to run in syndication for many years after. Hmm. But yeah, uh, DuckTales is, while I think the, um, Gummy Bears is the start of, obviously, the Disney Afternoon. I this think, is where it started to take form. Yeah, DuckTales really yeah. is, like, the, the take, the, the true taking form of yeah the Disney Afternoon. Where it was originally, like, oh, we got that, and then Winnie the Pooh, and then this show and Darkwing Duck came out. And then it just kind of became a, th- a thing after that because all these other shows would come out beca- because of that. Yeah. Um, and for those who want to know, um, I picked all the episodes for both of these. Uh, the This was a combination of episodes that I liked and recommended and of episodes that were either important, were referenced a lot in, in alternate media... Uh, specifically, like the reboot or comics or were what or what have you, or were uh, pe- episodes that a lot of people agreed were really good. Um, and this is true of both Darkwing Duck and Ducktales. 
the ones we did for DuckTales were The Treasure of the Golden Suns Part 1 through 5, Sphinx for the Memories, Magicka's Shadow War, Duckman of Aquatraz, Sojiro de Gearloose, Dinosaur Ducks, The Curse of Castle McDuck, Bermuda Triangle Tangle, Catches Cash Can, Parts 1 through 4, Double O Duck, The Duck and the Iron Mask, and The Golden Goose, Part 1 and 2. And of course, DuckTales the Movie. And uh, I'll talk about DuckTales the Movie in a minute, because that's the whole thing. Yeah. But uh, upon rewatching DuckTales, like this one, it's not fair to compare it to the reboot, because, you know. They're two very different shows in a lot of senses. Yes. But after watching it alongside Darkwing Duck, I think Darkwing Duck holds up better. Hmm. But I do still like DuckTales. Like, the the original... There's something about the original show that is charming. Absolutely. And it just... It is still a fun... Adventure show, sans racism. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, it falls into the same issues that Johnny Quest has. Uh, mm-hmm. Very much, it, it's from 1987. Uh, it wasn't okay then, but it was far more widespread then. Uh, yeah, for sure. You just... Pretty much any cartoon from that period, you're bound to run to something like that at some point. Yeah, there's some stuff I wish I'd got to... Same, this is true about all of both these shows. There was some stuff I wish I got to include, but I didn't want to like bog us down with too many episodes. Yeah, like, it was I already wish, a pretty big list. Yeah, it's already a big list. Um, like I wish I'd gotten to include some episodes with uh, Bubba the Caveman from oh, yeah. the, the original DuckTales, because that's, that's more like Season 3-4 stuff, where like the, it was like an entire arc about time travel. Yeah, I remember. And I also wish we had gotten an episode with Gizmo Duck. I was really missing that, honestly. Yeah, that, I... That, that was... That, it's because there were so many like mul- important multi-parters mm. here, and like, you know what? I should have cut Duckman of Aquatraz, or one of these other like ones that I just like, for uh, a, a Gizmo Duck episode. Yeah. And that was on me, truly. But, you know. Because I tried to include a Gyro episode, but I, you know, I, I yeah. should have included a, a Gizmo Duck episode. You should have included the introduction of Gizmo Duck. Really. Yeah, I should have. Um, that was my bad. Because mm. Gizmo Duck is super important to both this show and Darkwing Duck. Yeah. So, uh, oh, well. oh well, oh well. But um, I Gizmo Duck I'll... should have had his own show. Honestly, yeah, um, Gizmo Duck should have had his own show. Uh, it's a good enough character to support it, in my opinion. Yeah, I also wish I'd gotten to include at least one other episode with Magica. Yes, because you know Magica is like Magica and the Beagle Boys are like the villains of the original show. Yeah, those are the ones that popped up the most in my, from my memory. Yeah, I mean, obviously Flintheart, but you know. Yeah, but he, I okay, I'm going purely off of like memory from when I was a kid, not trying to think beyond what we just watched. Right. 
Um, I remember being surprised how much Flintheart there was in the reboot when we were watching it. Because I remember, like, Flintheart showing up every so often and just being like, so it's just knockoff. He's, Scrooge he's has evil. his own knockoff. Which okay. they played with in the, the reboot. Yeah. Um, so, like, yeah, like, to me, it was really Magicka and the Beagle Boys, like, yeah, back which, in the day. Which we got quite a bit of the Beagle Boys in these episodes. Yes. Which I'm glad for, because the Beagle Boys are, like, I, like, they're, they're, the, they're the most recurring villains. Yeah. Like, Magicka has a few episodes, uh, but and she is, like, the one of the big ones, and then, you know, it's Flintheart right after that. But Yeah. I'm also sad we didn't get to include an episode with Mob Eagle. Yeah. It was mostly Big Time and all the other Beagle Boys. Like the interchangeable Burger, uh, fucking, um, Big, it was Big Time, Burger, and Bruiser were like the three that showed up the most. Yeah. And then they would get interchanged with all the other Beagle Boys. Yeah. Uh, etc. But yeah, I mean, then I did that in the 2017 show. Too. Bruiser and Big Time were there, but Burger really wasn't in the 2017 show, even though he showed up a lot in the new, in the, the old one. But I mean, Burger's just a fat joke, so whatever. You know what's really surreal? What's up? After having watched the 2017 show for so long, hearing Alan Young doing Scrooge, you know? Yeah, it it was really nice uh, hearing the the voice from my childhood. That still, like, as much as I like the 2017 voice, I hear Scrooge McDuck in my head. I hear Alan Young. Yeah, especially because he um, was one of the things I associate him with a lot, other than Ducktales, is like the the Christmas Carol, the Disney Christmas Carol. Which obviously was also still Ellen Young. It's the best telling of that story. And also, uh, Rusey Taylor. And there's a lot of. There's a great cast. Like Frank, I said, Frank Wilker is in this, and so is Peter Cullen. Uh, Frank Wilker plays Big Time. Yep. And then Peter Cullen played uh, another one of the Beagle Boys, Bank Job. He also plays the Admiral. Uh, in one of these, one uh, two of these episodes, hmm. like uh, Dar- uh, Donald's Admiral, mm-hmm. Admiral Grimmitz. Yeah, that's that fucking guy's name. Um, and of course Jim Cummings was in here, but he's not as prominent as he is in Darkwing Duck. Well, it's hard to be more prominent than the, the main, main character, character and his m- main antagonist. <laughs> yeah. Um, the, uh, um, the one thing I did notice with the multi-parters, except for the Golden Goose, was, like, they felt like singular episodes that were very loosely connected by a plot thread. Yes. You know, like, they felt like they could have been standalone episodes, but, like, they, it felt like they didn't know how to do a multi-parter yet, Mm. you know? Like, the stuff that happened in them 
was only very loosely connected to the overarching plot. Like, I don't know. With Golden Goose, it was, like, only two parts, so, like, that was easy to do a two-parter. Yeah. But, especially The Treasure of the Golden Suns. That was, like, it felt like a stretch after the second or third episode. Like, how they were interconnected. Yeah, I mean, that, yeah. Like, mm. Hmm. Go on. I don't really have anything else. Like, you you summed it up. Like, okay, sorry. Um, yeah. You know who I'm glad got to get, got to be included in these, though? Who? I'm glad we got at least one episode with Doofus. <laughs> yeah. At least one. Because it's so fucking weird how much they changed that character in the, the reboot. Yes. He's nothing like... Nothing at all. It It's so... I can't remember Reboot. Reboot was like the rich fucking weirdo. Oh, right. Who had a rivalry with Louie. Yes. Lufus. Okay. Rich, spoiled brat. That's right. Jesus. All right. Yes. Yeah, that was a huge shift. Yeah. Yeah. And same with Gyro. Like, Gyro in the original is just like, he's just kind of weird and kooky. And kind of a bumbling idiot. Yeah. And they kind of gave that to uh, Fenton. Yeah. Uh, where they, in the, the new DuckTales, they made Gyro more of like an eccentric asshole. Yeah. I do... I love Reboot. No, I, I love Reboot mm-hmm. Gyro just because I love... Uh, oh. Oh, yeah. Fucking what's his name? Mm, he's the dean in Community, and he's also the Phantom in uh, Mike Tyson Mysteries, which is a horrible show. That 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 uh, is a horrible he, show. He and Norm Macdonald are the only good parts of that show. Um. Yeah, Jim Rash. Jim Rash, thank you. I fucking love Jim Rash so much. Mm-hmm. Uh. He was in that star that that last Star Wars cartoon that was on TV and not streaming. Oh yeah, he was. He played one of like this, this one of like a pair of gay aliens, and I only say gay because they were clearly an old married couple, and they were both had male voice actors. Mm-hmm. We don't, yeah, we but, don't, yeah. They did go visit one of their mothers at one point as a as a couple. So like right. they're, they're married for sure. They right. run a business together. Um, right, love it. I love Jim Rash. I love Jim Rash. He's the highlight of everything he's in, uh, for me at least. Uh, anyway, go. Sorry, um, Ducktales. Yeah. Uh, which one of these was the one you liked the most? Duck and the Iron Mask, because it was the one I remembered the most as a kid. Mm. 
the one I remember the most out of all of these is um, the Curse of Castle McDuck. See, I didn't remember that one at all. I remembered it super well, mainly because, number one, I actually... Okay, so some of these episodes I remember really well because I owned the VHSs they were on. Ah. Like, Dinosaur Ducks and Curse of Castle McDuck and... A couple of other episodes were on that VHS. So I have seen Dinosaur Ducks and the Curse of Castle McDuck a lot. They're, like, burned into my psyche. Got it. Uh, Also, it's a Hound of the Baskervilles reference. Yeah. Yeah. You know. Yeah. So. I I rented the movie a lot as a kid, Mm -hmm. but that's about it. Like, I just watched it on reruns on TV. Okay. I mean, I watched it in syndication a lot, too, but I did own... Like I said, I own some of the, uh... Yeah. Some of the stuff, like the VHSs. Same with Darkwing Duck. Yeah, I definitely did not. I... I I can count the number of Darkwing Duck episodes I saw as a kid on, like, one hand. Mm Mm-hmm. And I only remember one episode from when I was a kid. Yeah. Uh, so, this is a sidebar. Anyway. There's a... I was looking at Gyro, and there's apparently a fucking... I was, there was, like, a, a, a visual thing of, like, all of Gyro's designs, right? Yeah. And there was, like, a comic called Ducks on the Road mm-hmm. that was, like... Gyro, Daisy, and the granddaughter of Goldie in a band. It's called Ducks on the Road. And her name I'm is looking that up right now. Her name is Dickie Duck. Ducks on the Road Disney. It was in Italy. Yeah. And it was from 2014. Jesus. That's wild. It was it, it was written by Teresa Radici and uh, drawn the pencil and ink work were by Stefano Turconi. Huh. That's, oh my god. The shit about Dickie Duck is the wild. Like, I didn't know that that character even existed. But apparently she's shown up a lot in the comics. Yeah. Like, that's... That's wild. Holy shit. Huh. I that's... learned... I learned something today. Yeah. She's a little... Yeah, wild. Um, yeah, but anyway, the other one that I actually like, uh, are the singular ones, I actually like, uh, the Bermuda Triangle Tangle. I think that's uh. just a fun adventure episode. It's a, it's also a fun twist on the Bermuda Triangle. I, do remember yeah. that, I also remember that one really well, mainly because of the sea monster. It's a fun sea monster design. Yeah... Yeah, it is, yeah. Um, and then some of the ones I included for, like... Like, I included Magic of Shadow War because, again, that's, like, number one, that's 
kind of like the big plus season one is the name of another episode in 27 like in the 2017 yeah and it's like the first magica episode uh sphinx for the memories all i also included because it's also referenced in 2017 it's also one of the more memorable episodes it's also one of the few episodes that actually has donald in it and dinosaur ducks i included because you know i like dinosaurs yeah dinosaurs are fucking cool and I included Double O Duck for reasons that Laser is aware of. <laughs> yeah. Which I'll get into when we talk about Darkwing Duck. <laughs> but I think the best thing here was the movie. I liked the movie a lot. Yeah, I got... Yeah, the movie was real fucking good. It's, it was really pretty. Like yeah. animation, it was it was like the animation was like, like the uh, the the quality was like a half step between a proper fully budgeted movie and like a TV show. Yeah. So it had a lot of really nice animation. Also, Christopher fucking Lloyd is in it. <laughs> Sir Christopher. Fucking Sir Lloyd. Christopher fucking Lloyd. Excuse me. <laughs> so a fun fact about this movie the DuckTales movie because the movie was done by this was the first movie done by Disney Toon Animation because in Disney Toon Animation was their sort of like subdivision for making like TV shows yeah it wasn't like they didn't obviously they had done like occasionally they would do some of the direct-to-video Disney sequels but like most of that was still main Disney who did that yeah but this was the first one that they got to do now the fucked up part is there were plans for Disney Toon to make m- other movies based on the Disney Afternoon, but they never came out. Mm. There was going to be a Darkwing Duck movie, there was going to be a Tailspin movie, and there was going to be a Gargoyles movie. And they were going to be sort of of this animation, qual- similar animation quality of this movie. And that bums me out. <laughs> yeah... Which, which three? I, I, I gargle this gargles and what else? Tailspin. Tailspin. Oh, tailspin! Yeah, there was gonna be a tailspin movie. Oh, I. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, I know. And they were all gonna be sort of like I think the, the gargles movie was gonna be sort of like a, a bookend to the a proper bookend to the show. Yeah. And then, um, which, I mean, if you want, like, by the way, just for a sidebar to to the Gargoyles discussion, which we'll eventually talk about Gargoyles, but for those people who were disappointed with where the Goliath Chronicles went, um, I highly recommend either reading the comics, which were written by Weissman, which can sort of continue with a lot of the, um, uh, stuff that he had planned. Right? Mm-hmm. Uh, I also recommend... There's a fan fiction... A series of fan fictions... Called... Uh, I believe they were called the... Um, the Manhattan Chronicles? I'll have, to, I'll have to double check. But they were written by a large sort of like fan group that came together, combined... They essentially took all of the notes that Weissman had had for the future plans for the show for after the third season, where the, when the Glass Chronicles started, 
mm-hmm. before Disney's interference. They all got together, took all of those plans, added some additional stuff, and essentially just wrote what Weissman had intended in the tone of the show. And it's pretty spot on. Nice. Not gonna lie. It's fucking, it's a, it's like, you know how old it is? It's a fucking live journal fucking. Oh, jeez. It's old, but it's very, it's really good. And it's pretty, oh, yeah. it, it, it was written a long time ago. So, so there's some, like, obviously, like, some stuff that I don't, not a fan of in terms of the writing. But, like, for getting the tone of the show right and sort of being a continuation of the show, really good. Highly recommend Hell it. Yeah. There's also, like, an entire side, like, there's also multiple side stories that were intended, too. Like, there's, like, the, the side story about Brooklyn traveling through time. And then there's a side story that's just about King Arthur and Griff. Huh. Yeah. And there's also a a prequel that's about Hudson when he was still the leader of the clan. God, that I want. Yeah, and that's that's also there. But anyway. uh, I really enjoyed the movie, and it really bums me out that we... Yeah? Uh... I, I managed to track down. Uh, so, so uh, this this goes back to weeks, uh, real quick. But yeah. Gargoyles made me remember. Um, mm-hmm. So NECA has their holothon thing where they're doing like a bunch of figure releases through Target and Walmart mm-hmm. and their own website and whatnot. And uh, they released uh, both the Demona and Bronx figures as uh, limited exclusives mm. for Target during that period. And I managed to track down Bronx. Uh, nice. And Bronx comes with the folded wings for the Goliath figure. And I think I know how they're going to do Lexington's wings now. This is a conversation we haven't started on the show talking about. This was just a personal conversation, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. Uh, so to fill people in, because I don't feel like cutting... Uh, I'm going to have to edit before I go to work tomorrow, so it's going to be real quick. Uh, we, I, I've been concerned about how NECA's going to do the Lexington figure because of how how his body is and how the wings on right. the Goliath figure were. Yeah. Uh, I think if they do them out of the same material as the folded wings, which are a softer, rubbery rubberier material mm-hmm. um it will be good in the short run but that stuff tends to dry out and crack mm-hmm. over time so they won't age well so i still don't know mm-hmm. uh sorry anyway let's go on uh by the way the uh fan thing i was talking about was the gargoyle saga the gargoyle saga highly okay. recommend it if you can find it Hell yeah. uh but anyway uh, do you have anything to say? I've kind of, like, again, taken the mic on that. Uh, I thoroughly enjoyed it. Um, it definitely aged. Mm. Um, and it, it was hard to... The reboot really did improve on it in every way it could. Mm-hmm. Um, but there was just something about seeing... Even though I agree that the reboot improved on it in every way. Um, while I was watching the reboot, there w- were just moments where I was just like, 
I kind of missed this or that from the original, and so it was nice seeing this or that from the original. Um, yeah, like a certain amount of nostalgia, you know? Yeah, it, it was just a pure nostalgia hit. Because uh, this is one of the ones I saw the most of growing up uh, for the Disney afternoon. It was this and Rescue Rangers. Yeah. Um, Tailspin and Darkwing Duck were just never on when I was home for some reason. Mm-hmm. So I only saw a handful of those episodes. Uh, oh, I saw a lot of gummy bears, actually, also. But point is, uh, this and Rescue Rangers were like the ones I saw the most of. Yeah, so you have the most memories of it. Yeah. Um, For a long time, when I thought of Disney, those were the first two shows I thought of, like, before any movies. Uh, Those two and Goof Troop were, like, those three shows were the ones I saw the most of. Right, 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 yeah. So it was just nice revisiting it. Um, But I didn't really have any, like, grand revelations or anything i really wanted to talk about i just i thoroughly enjoyed it It, yeah it's a good show uh some things didn't age great yeah uh there's some obvious racism especially for certain characters yep uh i just at this point if i had kids i wouldn't bother showing them this version i would just show them the reboot yeah for sure the old one has, like, again, I said, it has, like, a charm, but, like... Yeah. The, but it's very much a, you had to have grown up in that yeah. period. You, if, unless you, ha- like, and that, but that charm can, ob- it, yeah, it, it, you had to have grown up with it for that charm to really be there. Like, it's, it's partially the charm, but also, like, if you've watched that show so much, the characters are kind of, like, almost comforting in a way. Yeah. Because they remind you of you know, that time in your life. Yeah. You know, I I need to correct myself, actually. Mm. Um, it's not so much that you had to have grown up with it. You have to have either grown up with it or be too young to really, like, be aware of the things in it that are uh, objectionable. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, but, because, like, it... If I showed this to a three-year-old, they'd be entertained. If I showed it to a six-year-old, they'd be entertained. But once you get to being, you know, old enough to be like, well, that that that's not a good portrayal of Native peoples. Uh, yeah. Uh, th- then, you, you know, yeah. But. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That That's basically the summation of my thoughts. Okay. Uh, I have not much more to say about Darkwing Duck other than like. You mean Ducktales? No, I mean I'm I'm talking about like what's coming up. Oh, okay. I don't. I mean I don't have anything else to say about Ducktales, uh, but I don't have much more to say about Darkwing Duck either. Wow. Um, Spoiler alert. Yeah. Um, you definitely have more than enough for both of us because that's your favorite show. Right, it's like, it's my favorite Disney afternoon show, and okay. it's one favorite of my Disney it's one of my favorite shows. Okay, it it's the one it's one of the ones you care about a great deal. I I have a passion. Yeah, so you've definitely got more than enough for both of us. 
uh, when it comes to Darkwing Duck, I'm actually more familiar with the um, Boom comics from a couple years ago. Those are good. Yeah. Uh, I don't remember anything about them because it's been a couple years. Uh, but I definitely read more of those than I watched of the show up until recently. Mm-hmm. Uh, I knew enough to love it, though. Like, I, I don't want to make it seem like I don't. Well, I mean, like, we can we can get into that when we but, actually. Yeah. Um, I, that that's just fair warning for right. you and the that's, viewers. Yeah, that's fair. Um. Uh. Yeah. So, uh, you got anything more to say on this one? Nope. All right. Uh, we're going to take another short break, and when we get back, uh, well, Darkwing Duck. All right. Let's get, well, let's get dangerous. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, Darkwing Duck, uh, I'll read off the episodes we've watched, and then I'll hand it off to you, all right? Mm-hmm. Darkly Dawns the Duck, Part 1 and 2. Night of the Living Spud. Duck Blind, Dry Hard, Whiffle While You Work, Nega Duck, Just Us, Justice Ducks Part 1 and 2, Ghoul of My Dreams, Life, The Negaverse and Everything, Twin Beaks, The Incredible Bulk, My Valentine Ghoul, Dead Duck, The Haunting of Mr. Banana Brain, Jailbird, Time and Punishment, Clash Reunion, and Steerinator. Alright. So, Darkwing Duck, uh, originally, uh, came, ran from 1991 to 1992, created by, and obviously, uh, produced by Walt Disney Pictures Animation, and distributed by Bonavesta, created by, originally created by Tad Stones, and the music composer was Steve Nelson. Then the uh, the all the other music was composed by Philip Griffith, and the cast includes uh, the legend, the man, the myth, Jim Cummings, as the titular Darkwing Duck. Uh, Tara McGovern played uh, Launchpad McQuack, and um, Goslin Mallard was played by Christian Cavanaugh. Uh, Jim Cummings also played Herb Muddlefoot. Uh, Susan Tulski played Binky Muddlefoot. Uh, Honker Muddlefoot was played by Katie Lee. Uh, Gizmo Duck, uh, aka Fenton Crackshaw, was played by Hamilton Camp, which was reprising his role from the uh, original DuckTales. Yep. Uh, Jay Gander was voiced by Danny Mann. Uh, who else was. Oh, we got our. Uh, the Fearsome Five, which are also important. Nega Duck, also voiced by Jim Cummings. Let's see. Reginald Busher, voiced by Tino Asana. Uh, let's see. Bud Flood, aka The Liquidator, voiced by Jack Angel. Megavolt, voiced by uh, Mr. Dankas Delanetta. And Quacker Jack, voiced by Michael Bell. Also starring. Uh, we also have Jim Cummings. Not uh, Jim Cummings, fucking. Uh, Tim Curry, who played the villain of Dark Dawn's the Duck, Parts 1 and 2, and Sterinator, uh, a.k.a. Taurus Bulba. Even though he wasn't in any of the episodes we watched, um, Steelbeak was played by uh, Rob Paulson. No, he oh he briefly appeared in Sterinator. 
Yeah. It's a shame. That was one of the... I mentioned how there was some stuff I wish I had gotten to include. Uh, one of them was episodes with, with Steelbeak. Yep. Because he was another one of the recurring villains. There were a couple of recurring villains I kind of wish I got to include. Um, the other one was uh, Tusker Nini. Uh, Tusker Nini's whole bit is he's a walrus who's like a movie director. And all of his crimes are based on like famous movie references. Nice. And he's a fun villain. Also, I kind of wish I'd gotten to include more episodes with, uh, like, uh, Jay Gander and the, uh, like, just Hush in general. Um, hmm. But that's more of the early stuff, because um, originally when the show was, like, made, uh, the original concept was sort of going to be based on that episode with Launchpad, Double O Duck, where Launchpad was going to be a secret agent and it was going to work for Shush. But they... When Tad Stones came on, they changed it to more of a superhero type show mm -hmm. and included... And Launchpad was still in the show, but they made a new character, Darkwing. Yeah. So a lot of the early seasons of Darkwing Duck is more like... He seems more like a secret agent than a superhero, and he has a lot of... Yeah. His missions are handed out by Hush. But then it becomes more of like a proper superhero thing with like all these supervillains. Yeah. Um... I don't know if I how much I can state how much I fucking love Darkwing Duck. It is top five, easily one of my favorite cartoons of all time. <laughs> and, and I am happy to say that this show still holds up. Yes, very much so. There's, it was still really funny, and. A lot of the voice acting is still really amazing. Like, I, I could listen to Jim Cummings do, uh, fucking, uh, I Am the Terror That Flops in the Night and whatever he says. Like, my favorite one that wasn't in the episode was, I am the, uh, I am the soap cum, the soap scum that never comes out of your sink. <laughs> or... My favorite one was, I think, the one that Megavolt joked about. Like, I'm the cold sore on the lip of crime. Get out of here. <laughs> I love that shit. Megavolt's my favorite of the villains. Oh, yeah. There's a reason they made him sort of like the quote-unquote the villain of that reboot that was in the 2017 show. Yeah. Because he's the most recurring villain other than, like, Negaduck. Yeah, and, like, well, Negan Duck's like the most threatening. He's the most but... threatening, and like the other one that shows up a lot is, is Bushroot. Yeah, like, uh, but I wanted to have all the episodes with the the fearsome five, and um, obviously the episodes, at least one or two episodes with Morgana, because she's a super important recurring character, and um, I. Couldn't include uh, the episode where Gizmo Duck and Darkwing Duck first meet, unfortunately, because we already had too many episodes. Yeah, I, I there's a couple, there's one or two of these I would have gotten rid of for that episode, but say la vie, say la vie. Like I, I think I would have gotten rid of um, the Incredible Bulk for that episode, uh, but all these other episodes are fun. I'm glad we got at least two episodes with Quacker Jack, because I actually really like Quacker Jack. Yeah. Um, the, uh... Mm -hmm. I, I was kind of sad that the only episode I remember from my childhood wasn't among the list. Oh, which one is that? Uh, You Sweat Your Life. 
Oh, is that the one with the uh, the the spa? The, the yeah, English, yeah, yeah. I remember that episode. That's the only episode I remember strongly from childhood. Right. I don't know why. Mm-hmm. Uh, but these were all very good. Yeah, uh, there's, there was another recurring villain that showed up a couple times. That is, what was his fucking name? It's something, something Jake. He was like a Cajun and a pet alligator. Jumbalai Jake. Probably also voiced by uh, Jim. Jim also voiced by Jim Cummings. He loved doing that Cajun accent. He still does. He still does. Like he. Jim Cummings was so many fucking characters in this show. Um, yeah. But I, this show, again, I think the voice acting and the the sort of, like, how each of the voice actors play off of each other is one of the things that, like, really makes this show funny. <laughs> Everybody kills it. Like, I love all of the banter between Darkwing and his villains and each of and how funny each of them are. Or how threatening... Even Negaduck, as much as he's supposed to be threatening, is hilarious. Yes. Like my well, f- I mean, he's he's know. still Darkwing. Yeah, he's just evil. Yeah. My, my favorite joke with him was, at least in the episodes we watched, was like, wait, look over... Like, when he was trying to pretend to be Darkwing, he's like, look over there, a cute bunny. Where? He just, like, <laughs> starts shooting in random directions. <laughs> Uh, just pulls out a fucking shotgun. Yeah. That's, you know what? That's wild to me when I think about it, that this show, he just takes out an actual gun. It, 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 was it, different it time. was a different time, man. It was a different yeah. time. Oh. I, I have mixed feelings on that matter. Because, mm. uh, like, It is kind of fucked up how we show violence to how we're like so okay showing violence to kids a little mm-hmm. bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, but also like I don't think it affected me all that much, so I don't. I think care in this context. Deal. It's so cartoony that who really cares? Yeah. Um, I will say. Uh, I think, uh, can I, do you mind if I go on a, a side tangent go real ahead. quick? Um, so DC, Marvel to a lesser extent, but Warner Brothers has really gone really strong on, um, not showing any of their characters with guns in promotional materials, particularly with toys. Mm-hmm. Uh, to the point where you could have a character like, let's say, Deathstroke, whose whole thing is he shoot the gun good, mm-hmm. and the action figure won't come with any guns. <clears throat> um, hmm. And it it's just sort of like a overcorrection, I guess? Yeah. It is weird. Um, and it's annoying. Like I understand. I understand. Um, I, I that there's. I'm in a weird place because I believe strongly in gun control, but I also enjoy shooting guns, mm-hmm. like at the gun range. Right. Uh, I like, I like guns. I believe in strong control of them, though, uh, and definitely not. I mean, those, to... those two thoughts can coexist. Yes. 
um, I'm not a gun nut. I want to make that clear. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm not like a "I'll take it from a dark hole, dead hands" kind of person. Yeah, I'm more like I like going to the range and squeezing off a few rounds every couple months. It's relaxing. Yeah. It it it's like the same reason I would play darts or throw knives or go to an axe throwing place. It it's a satisfying sensation of doing something and doing it well. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that's getting too far off the point. Uh, yeah, fucking wild that Negaduck just fucking pulled a shotgun out and was like, "Where?" Not only a shotgun, but like he just pulls out like a fucking chainsaw. And all this other shit. Uh, I think that's my favorite thing about Negaduck is that, like, his whole deal is, like, what if, like, he had that cartoon superpower of being able to pull things out from your back was used for evil. He's evil Daffy Duck. Yeah, he's evil Daffy Duck. Exactly. Which I think is Just like Darkwing Duck is sort of, like, Disney's take on Daffy Duck. Yeah, he is. He's a... That's one of my favorite things about Darkwing is, like... And they, they kind of did it a little bit with the reboot, but not as much. And they sort of like played with it in the reboot. Was that Darkwing Duck is a a glory hog? Yes. Which is fun for his character. Yes. And I like the idea of like them playing with that in uh, the reboot of like the the actor played by Jim Cummings being the glory hog. Like that's a fun, fun idea. He's 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 not even Batman. No, he's not. He's Booster Gold. He's Booster Gold. He's Booster Gold mixed with like the Phantom. Yeah. Oh my God. Or no, he's more like a fucking the Green Hornet. Well, yeah. I mean, like stylistically, yeah, Green Hornet. All well, he's also got way. a driver sidekick, you know. Yeah. Uh, but, like, that's not really, like, the, the Green Hornet's person. Green Hornet and Booster Gold don't have the same personality. No, they don't. Booster Gold has the same personality oh, as yeah, Darkwing no, he, Duck. He's Booster Gold. Um, yeah. The, the, the thing that I, an aspect of the show that I wish had been focused on more, but again, this was, like, an older, it's an older show, and I think this would have been focused on a, that, the and we sort of kind of got it in the reboot a little bit, and also we might get it in the new show. Is Darkwing Duck's relationship with Goslin and him being an adoptive dad? Yeah, like there's a lot of potential there, and they do play with it even in this show, like the original show, especially in like Darkly Dawn's the Duck and um, the Life, the Negaverse, and everything, and Time and Punishment. Yeah. Are the ones that really kind of like focus in on that relationship with Goslin. Like life the Negaverse and everything, the only reason Darkwing stays in the Negaverse to help is because he sees the Negaverse version of Goslin and realizes that in the Negaverse there's no Drake Mallow to take care of her. And there's no Darkwing Duck. And time and punishment, Darkwing Duck becomes like a dictator after he thinks Goslin is gone. Which is, like, wild. Um, and it, it really shows that the show had potential to tell 
dramatic stories while also being funny. It just, you know, the time period that it came out, cartoons having dramatic plots, like, especially serialized cartoons, was not common. Yes. Like, Batman the Animated Series was the one that opened the door for that. Yeah. And Darkwing Duck just came, was coming out around the same time. Yeah. So it was before... And they definitely started playing with the... Like a parody of Batman the Animated Series a little bit. Oh yeah, like, no, it's it's a spoof it, of superheroes in general. Yeah, but I mean, just because it was contemporary, as it continued, it really started leaning yeah. into that. I mean, like the the comp the comics that continue the the show, uh, the Duck Knight Returns. Yeah, like it's called the it's called the Duck Knight Returns. Duck Knight Returns. Yeah, and the the, the 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 all the the comic covers are parodies of famous comic book covers. Like the first one is. That famous one of the Dark Knight Returns where he's, like, jumping from the building with the lightning behind him. And yeah. it's, it's that, but Darkwing has fallen face first onto the, the thing of the bridge. And then one of them is, like, uh, the killing joke with the Joker with the, the camera. But it's instead of Joker, it's Quacker Jack. And he has one of those little, like, Walmart uh, disposable cameras. <laughs> uh. And, like, they, they all the all the fucking... All of them are parodies of, like, famous comic book covers. They're a lot of fun. And those comics are really good. Because uh, the, the, yeah. the, they kind of continue where the show left off. And they got to tell stories that they weren't able to tell in the show. Yeah. And it's a genuinely a good um, send-off. Absolutely. Yeah, to, to, I... To the show. I really... Yeah. I really enjoyed those comics. Yeah, like, uh, the, the... There's a lot of fun stuff in that. Like Darkwing Duck and Steelbeak having to team up, Launchpad and Darkwing uh, run for mayor. <laughs> it's great. Yeah. There's a lot of good stuff in that. But um, uh, of the uh, mm-hmm. of the stuff we watched, which one was your favorite? <sighs> That's tough. I liked a lot of these. Yeah, I really like uh, Just Us, Justice Ducks. Yeah. I, I really like um, Dead Duck. I really like the Haunting of Mr. Banana Brain. Yeah. Jailbird was a lot of fun. And I also really, really like Night of the Living Spud. Yeah. I, I like, Night of the Living Spud, like, I quote this show a lot, but Night of the Living Spud, I quote all the time. Mainly like, you don't say potato backwards, you say potato backwards. <laughs> <laughs> or I always say, um, what was that, th- like, I love, like, like, or some of Darkwing's alliteration I always quote, like, pause post haste, you power pilfering parasite. Or a fucking that shit from uh, Jailbird, like Quacker Jack getting all bummed. Like, what are you mad about? You don't even have powers. You stole my wackiness. Did not. (laughs) (laughs) Also, just like I just love any episode with Negaduck because Negaduck is so much fun, and Jim Cummings has having a blast. Yeah, being Negaduck. Like, uh, you can tell. Yeah, I wonder yeah. what were the ones you really liked. Uh, I really, I really liked Morgana. So I really liked uh, Ghoul of My Dreams and uh, 
Uh, my Valentine ghoul. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like Morgana uh, a lot. Uh, of course, Negaduck. Mm-hmm. Negaduck. Um, oh. uh, just as Justice Ducks, also. Like, I remember that that, that was real good. Yeah. Um, it's a fun time. Yeah. I got, I got a say, uh, just, okay. What's your favorite episode title, though? Uh, Mine's Dry Hard. I think Life, the Negaverse, and everything is really good. Also, Twin Beaks. Twin Beaks is very good. Also, what a weird fucking episode. Yeah, I... Yeah. I've only seen the first episode of Twin Peaks. Mm-hmm. So it was I I think a lot of it was lost on me. It was mainly like it, it's even if you're not into Twin Peaks, it's it's also kind of making fun of like the X-Files and like other shows like it. So it's yeah. there's something for you there if you haven't watched Twin Peaks. I'll, so yeah. Okay. Here's the thing. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, no, no, go, 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 it, go. Not, it's not important. I was just going to say, those are both shows I have tried. I, I've never made it through the first episode of Twin Peaks because I keep falling asleep during it. Yeah. And uh, I've watched three season or four seasons of X-Files, but I don't remember a single episode because I've fallen asleep during every episode. Scully, you're not going to believe this. Um, did you notice that the, that the, uh, the cow alien was named Larson? Dan Larson. God damn it. Yeah. I caught that and I, I had to pause and walk away. I was so fucking mad. (sighs) Fucking Farside. God damn it. Fucking Farside. Um, also another, like, weird thing that I had to do with these episodes is, um, the official episode ordering is out of order. Really? Yeah, because, like, for example, Dry Hard, where we meet uh, the Liquidator, is season three. Even though he shows up in oh, Just Us Dust yeah. Ducks in season one. And the first episode we meet Quacker Jack, Wiffle While You Work, is late season two. Yeah, it's, I hate it when that happens. Like, all the episodes that introduce the villains in the Fearsome Five happen later than the actual, like, to the time where they become the Fearsome Five. Yeah. and Or the episode Negaduck is also in Season 3, also before Just Us Such and Such, even though Negaduck is the episode that introduces Negaduck. <laughs> The only episode that I didn't, the only episodes that I didn't include that introduced the the Justice Ducks were like I, there was like a there was an episode with Dynamite and Neptunia, and there was obviously a Gizmo Duck episode. But again, there were so many episodes that I would have wanted to include. You know? Yeah. Again, I I the only one I would have cut is the Incredible Bulk to have the Gizmo Duck episode. I wouldn't have cut any of these other ones. All these other ones were really fun. I love Clash Reunion because it's an Darkwing Duck origin story. Yeah. And it's like... Megavolt went to the same school as him. And my favorite scene is when... Darkwing just like... He'd be ever vigilant. He could be here at any moment. Six hours later. Okay! (laughs) It's been six hours. 
<laughs> I don't think it's coming. Uh, cheer up, DW. <laughs> Try some of these horse divorce. Launchpad. <laughs> uh, right. and, 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 and fucking Megaphone is like, hey, are there any more horse divorce? Oh, yeah, over there, Megaphone. Oh, thanks, Launchpad. <laughs> The fact that he calls him Launchpad is weird to me, by the way. Yeah. Like, he just says his name. Like, I know he knows his name, but it's just weird for him to casually refer to him as Launchpad. It's like when... It's like in a Dragon Ball Super, when uh, uh, Frieza starts calling Goku by his name instead of Filthy Mongear or something. It's weird. Yeah. Uh, and this... Again, this show is... I, I... There's some bits from this show that I constantly reference and laugh out loud about, like... From the one from Justice Justice Sex I always reference is fucking a, I am the terror that flaps in the night. I am stigmat. I thought I was stigmat. <laughs> <laughs> or fucking, or when the beanstalk falls on me, he's like, this is the second greatest pain of my life. What was the first? <laughs> Put out the dark wing. Put out the dark wing. <laughs> like this show's fucking hilarious. It's so well written. It it, it chef's kiss. Like I I love the show to death, and I'm so glad that it's still funny. Like I was, I because watching Duck, because I watched Ducktales first. I was like, cause, and rewatching, I'm like, oh, this doesn't hold up as well as I remember it. And then you're worried that Darkwing Duck doesn't hold up as well? No. But no, it's still fucking hilarious. Yeah. It, it, it's because it, it doesn't... It's like Batman the Animated... I mean, it, it, it's literally comparing Batman the Animated Series and Johnny Quest. Yeah. Like, there's less for it to do wrong. Right. And then the only other reordering... Was going back to the reordering. The only reordering I did other than that stuff mm-hmm. was making Steerinator the last one who watched even though Clash of the Reunion is the last one in, in order because I felt Steerinator was a good one to end on considering it's the return of Taurus Bubba. Yeah. And that was also another thing that never got resolved was the fact that Taurus Bubba was back and that was going to be a thing that we're actually going to do in the movie. Uh... Makes me mad. Yeah. There were also some other episodes that I wanted to include, but, you know, again, too many. Like, there was the episode where Darkwing Duck ended up on an alien planet full of superheroes, and the whole jo- the whole thing with that is that, like, there is a designated normal guy who the superheroes save, and Darkwing <laughs> Duck ends up being the new designated normal guy. <laughs> I remember you telling me about this episode. Yeah, there's also an episode that only aired like once or twice because of uh, reasons. Uh, Dead Duck and this episode, I forget what it's called, uh, also like have the devil in them, so they um, they, they rarely ever air. Yeah. Uh, also because Dead Duck basically just, even though it was a dream, the implication that Darkwing Duck is just straight up fucking dead, it was, they thought it was too dark. Mm. So those were not rerun after yeah. a certain point. There's also another episode where the devil shows up. Also, want to point out, Darkwing Duck is one of the is fucking one of the greatest superheroes ever because he beats the devil in that episode. Yep. 
what a badass, or how or how he outsmarts death and dead duck. <laughs> also, I remember the haunting of Mr. Banana Brain freaked me out as a kid. Yeah, I can see that. Fucking uh, Paddywhack, where the fuck his name was, the demon in that. Fucking creepy. I don't remember. Yeah, Paddywhack. Yeah. yeah, that was his name. Paddywhack. Okay. Fucked up. Um, yeah. And... You know, another thing is that, like... I like Liquidator, but he doesn't have any other episodes that are, like, plots of his. He only ever shows up when the first and five are around. That, the Dryhar is the only mm. one. Hmm. But Bushroot and Megavolt and Quackerjack and Negaduck all have their own episodes, but Liquidator's just kind of like an accessory piece. He only gets that one episode to himself. I mean, how often do you see Hydro-Man in Spider-Man comics, really? Fair enough. I just like his bit. Yeah. No, it's, it's a good bit. Uh, but but there's only so many yeah, you're all wet jokes you can make. But wait, there's more! Etc. Etc. I do love his shtick. The Ron Popeil fucking businessman. Yeah. Bit. It's great. Also, how fucked up is it in that episode first shows up? It's like I'm melting, and it's like, oh, don't worry, you. It's just water. Like the implication that that dude fucking melted is fucked up. Yeah. Like I don't know. Or <laughs> hold on, I just remembered. Okay. In fucking... It was, um... I think it was what... It was one of the episodes of Negadeck. I can't remember which one it was, where he uh, showed up at Hush, disguised as Darkwing, and he took the the, cream, the the rocket launcher cream pie thing, and then she was like, don't fire that, you'll take someone's eye out. And smashes into Darkwing's face, and he pulls the pie off, and his eyeballs are just in the pie. Like, see, I told you. <laughs> or when he rips his own face off and puts it on upside down. Yeah. This is fucking hilarious. This, this is one of the most Looney Tunes-ass Disney cartoons. Oh, no, I love it. Of. Yeah, it, it's real fucking good. Like, a perfect example of that is at the end of Justice Justice Ducks, when Negaduck is bouncing on the flagpole... Darkwing Duck holds out an anvil, and then a safe, and yep. just drops a little, and then a fucking piano, and just literally drops everything on him, and then a kitchen sink. Fucking funny. And I love that they played with that in the reboot, where, like, every other character in the show is, like, D DuckTales 2017 takes this more seriously. When someone, like, something drops on them, it's not a cartoon, like, they could get hurt. But Drake Mallard... He he had his power is that he's a cartoon. Yeah. And that's that's funny. I that is yeah. I love that they play with that. Oh. It's real primo. It's real primo. And also uh one of my favorite like openings to a cartoon. Fucking love the Darkwing Duck opening. Oh yeah. That it's Daring Duck of Mystery. mystery. Champion arrives, swoops out of the shadow, dark queen of the night. Anyway, yeah, never skipped it or the dark or the Ducktales theme either. No, no, they're 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 all the Disney afternoon themes are just 
primo. Chef's kiss. Yeah. Ah, but that's me gushing about Darkwing Duck. Yep. I liked it very much. <laughs> yeah, well, I'm sorry, I don't. I, no, no, I'm no. sorry, I don't have no, more. We to had say. A, we had a bit um, more of a back and forth there than I thought, thankfully. Yeah. Yeah, but um, at least I remember. Yeah, what like, we watched this time. <laughs> yeah, at least you remembered it and you had things to say. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. And I had nostalgia to go on and all that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, that's it for this this part. Uh, we're gonna take another short break and then we're gonna close the episode out. We'll see you then. All right. Uh, that's it for this episode. Uh, we're gonna leave now, and you're gonna miss us. Maybe. Hopefully. If you enjoyed the show, please rate and review us. Yeah, give it, give us them uh, five stars. Rate, review, tell a friend. Any amount of criticism is welcome. Yep. Positive, negative, uh, whatever. Just, just some feedback. I'm really starting to lose my steam, and some, some engagement would real help with that. I'm desperate for vindication. Uh, yeah. Or just, you know, throw us a bone. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah. Uh, you want to get in touch with the show? Yeah, you want to get in contact with us? You can find you can you can email us at acmepodcastinc at gmail dot com. That's acmepodcastinc at gmail dot com. There's nothing in the email. I've had it up since we started because I'm on top of things today. Uh, and there's nothing. So uh, we got an ask. All right. Well, we'll we'll get to there. Uh, you can also find us on Twitter at Acme at uh, at Inc Podcast. That's at I N C P O D C A S T S. Uh, you can also find us on Tumblr at uh, Kai. Where can they find us? You can on find Tumblr. us on Acme Pod uh, on Tumblr on Acme That's Acme Yep, and you just said we got an ask in the ask box, so let's uh, let, let's let's do that. What is your favorite animated adaptation of a superhero comic? It's a tough one. Mm. It, if we're including movies, that's even tougher, because a lot of the DC animated movies are really good. Big fan of the spectacular Spider-Man. Yeah, that, that's yeah. Um, Justice League, uh, obviously. Yeah, but yeah, I think those are the two. Those are the two I would pick: are either spectacular Spider-Man or, well, hold on. For including movies, it's got to be Spider-Verse, right? <laughs> oh yeah, Spider-Verse. It's got to be. It has to be Spider-Verse. But that's yeah. that's no that's not fair. No. Other, other fair, than Spider-Verse. But... Yeah, other than Spider-Verse. Um, I'm surprised he didn't bring up uh, Teen Titans. Oh, yeah. I mean, I really, uh, it's just all three of them are so good, right? Yeah. Like, I, I, I want to talk about all of them at some point, but, like, they're... It, it's just a shame that, like, there's not as many good Marvel yeah. shows compared to, like, DC shows. Yeah. Because, like, the only... Most of the good... Marvel shows are 
Spider-Man. Yeah. And the only DC, sh- the only Marvel, other Marvel show, I would say that's of the same quality as like Justice League or whatever, it was a uh, Earth was a Marvel Earth's Mightiest Heroes, uh, Avengers yeah. Avengers Earth's Mightiest Heroes. That show was great. I still, I never really watched it, so uh, we'll, we'll, have, we'll have to watch it. Yeah, uh, you know, if if we're getting out of uh, the, you know, the the big obvious ones. Mm-hmm. Uh, Teen Titans isn't that high up in mine, honestly. Um, mm-hmm. I've seen it all the way through, and like, it, it's super good. Like, I'm not going to sit here and be like, mm. Teen Titans isn't good, because it's fucking, it is. Yeah, it, it's fucking fantastic. Uh, it's just not my, like, it, it's not really, like... Personal fave. Yeah, that, that, it, it's not my steez. Um, I really like Justice League, The New Frontier. Mm. Uh, it it does all those like golden age designs. Oh yeah. Uh, I like that one a lot. Um, I like Batman Under the Red Hood a lot. That's like the gold standard for the DC. Uh, new to film, like a straight to DVD. Like the new movies er- the from new that era. period. Yeah. Yeah. That that's like the gold standard. It's fucking fantastic. Um. I'm trying to think of what else. I like Justice League Dark. I still haven't watched that one. I, I, I know the, the, the good joke from it about um, King Shark being... Uh, Constantine's ex. Yeah, uh, that, that that's real good. Um, the original run of Young Justice is real good. Yeah. Um, I didn't much care for its online, or its direct-to-streaming... Uh, the reboot continuation the, the, the yeah. revival yeah i didn't i didn't much care for that um yeah uh i mainly liked justice league dark because it had some focus on some of my favorite characters that don't ever get a lot of focus yeah. like dead man and etrigan yeah oh batman brave and the bold oh fuck yeah batman brave and the bold like, like, how could we skip, like, god, god damn. God, Batman Brave and the Bold is so fucking good. I love Batman Brave and the Bold. Yeah. I think I like, I think I might like it more than Justice League. Same. Yeah. Like, as much as I love Justice League, and as much as I have just repeatedly absorbed Justice League, uh, yeah. Batman Brave and the Bold is just funnier. And so it wins in my heart. It's also like a really good showcase of characters you've never fucking heard of. Yeah. And it made it made me care about a lot of characters that I never would have cared about otherwise. Yeah. Because I didn't know all the some more obscure characters like Red Tornado, uh, Buana Beast, uh, fucking uh, Plastic Man. <laughs> you know. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of really great characters that I'm, like, in love with now because of that show. You know what I really want to uh, revisit at some point? I've, I've started watching it a couple times. I did not appreciate it when it aired uh, because I was one of the many people who's just like, this isn't the thing that came before it, and so fuck it. Mm-hmm. Um, the Batman. The Batman is different, but fun. Yeah. 
especially as it goes on and you start getting more of the bat cast. Yes. Uh, I started enjoying it a lot more. Um, I don't... Th- this is going to be a controversial issue, uh, and it comes down to personal opinions, I think. Uh, not really controversial, but, like, the, people have had complaints, and I see their complaints, and I disagree. Uh, but the the recent Harley Quinn cartoon with uh, Kaylee Cuckoo... Great. Uh, I really liked it. Yeah, it's great. It's hilarious. You've seen it? I've seen parts of it. I haven't seen all of okay. it. I, 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 we're probably going to talk about it on the podcast anyway, so, like, you know. Yeah, I, I was talking about it uh, back when we first started as it was airing. Yeah, yeah, but um, we'll definitely talk about it at some point for sure. Yeah. Uh, fucking great fucking show. Uh, I, I hear the complaints uh, about the anti-Semitism, and I... As, disagree. as a Jew, I as think a, you have the as author- a Jew, I think you have the authority. Well, I mean, it was Jewish people making the complaints, mm-hmm. uh, so I think it just comes down to personal tolerances and personal experiences. Right. Um, the main one I heard is uh, the penguin is Jewish in this one. Mm. Mm. Uh, Making... And he's always been Eastern European. Like Cobblepot is an Eastern European name. Making the greedy rich man with a big nose jewish yeah uh no, i get that i i think they really just did it so they could have uh, a scene of a super villain's shitty nephew having a bar mitzvah and being a brat um it didn't have to be the penguin though it didn't have to be the penguin but <sighs> could have been kite if the, man if if Kiteman's a main character, though. It could have been fucking uh, Crazy Quilt or Killer Moth. Yeah, I would have taken Killer Moth, actually. But, um... Then you could have made a joke about Arthur from The Tick. Yeah. Um... But goddamn, his nephew just reminded me of so many kids I went to middle school with. That it just felt like... I, I, I was too busy relating... To it, to be like this is a anti-Semitic. So, if I, like, if I had a nickel for every time there was a moth-themed supervillain or superhero who was Jewish, I'd have two nickels. But it's weird that it happened more than once. Okay. All right. Okay. Um. Oh, fuck. My main grievance with the Harley Quinn cartoon is um, they took a lot from the recent Harley Quinn comic that uh, Amanda Connor did the art for. Yeah, and also like Harley and Ivy and stuff. Yeah. Uh, Well, I mean, yeah. Um, But uh, not everything. Uh, But... I like both, um, I don't like the version of her parents that are in the cartoon. I like the comic version better, mm. uh, because her parents were still, like, an old Jewish couple who were criminals. Right. But they were a very loving and supporting pair of Jewish criminals. Mm-hmm. And this one is, like, the shittiest parents you could picture. Mm-hmm. 
and they just used it to be like, yeah, no wonder she's fucked up. She had a shitty upbringing. Yeah. Um, I think that is lazy. Hmm. Uh... But yeah, I think that's a real good adaptation too. Like it, mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, uh, thank you for your question, Anonymous. Superhero girls, also DC superhero oh, yeah, girls. Yeah, you've mentioned uh, it several times. Yes. Yeah, yeah, that 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 was real good too. There, there's just a lot of good DC animated shit yeah, out there. It's true. Um, We're eventually going to start tackling the DC animated universe. Yeah, asking me to pick a Marvel one and not letting me pick Into the Spider-Verse would be much harder. Because mm. I haven't seen as much of it. Uh, yeah. You're going to like Earth's Mightiest Heroes and Spectacular. We'll see. Yeah, because Spectacular is written by uh, Greg Weissman. Okay. Yeah. But, um, anyway. Thank, okay. thank you for your question, uh, Anonymous. Thank you very much for your question. Uh, hey, listeners, stop being cowards and come off and on. <laughs> yeah, ask your questions. Off anonymous. We want we want to see you. We want to know that you're there. Anyway. Yeah. Uh, I still have a theory that it's just the same person coming in every few weeks with one. I mean, there's a decent... As pity... But there's a decent amount of people that follow the Tumblr, so who knows? How many of them are bots, though? I deleted all the bots. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. Hey, what do you know? Thank you. It's like uh, 25. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, yeah. Uh, that's the episode. That's that. Uh, mm-hmm. Where can they? That's how you can get in contact with the show, and that's the sort of reception you'll receive uh kai where can they get in contact with you specifically uh, you can find me on twitter at kaiju underscore emperor that's k-a-i-j-u uh, underscore e-m-p-e-r-o-r and you can also find me on tumblr kaiju dash emperor spelled the exact same way if you want anything original from me all that stuff all those other stuff is retweets and reblogs uh or as i or as uh we will soon uh, be calling them um, uh, remusks, Ugh. and <laughs> fuck. <laughs> Did that one get you? Yeah. Uh, anyway, but um, my I have a side Tumblr called Kai's Tome. That's K A I S T O M E, and the big project that I was working on uh, finally got posted there. Um, and that's my homebrew stuff. I finally posted my original class there, which was uh, the Wushi, aka Wu Jen or Own Miyoto. Which so the concept of that is, I wanted to make a uh, another intelligence-based class, and also a caster class more in line with Eastern-style magic as opposed to uh, Western-style magic like wizards and sorcerers. So if you want to be oh, yeah. like a someone who throws like talismans around and like. Uh, does bleat and keto shit? That's this is the class for you. Uh, there are right it, it, this includes uh, all stuff for playing the core class, four subclasses, and a bunch of new spells uh, that you can use for your game. I'm also going to be eventually posting some of the other subclasses I made for that setting, the uh, Japanese setting that I'm making. 
So yeah, that's me. Hell yeah. What about you, Liza? Do you want to do you want to promote your Twitter at all? Or are you you good? Uh, you know my Twitter's not worth it, but uh, keep your eye on um keep your eye on my Twitch. Uh, that's Slim under, underscore Akimbo. S L I M underscore A K I M B O. Uh, maybe there'll be something there happening there sooner or later. Okay. Who knows? Uh, that's the show. Do you want to tell the audience what we're doing next week, or do you want to leave it up? Yeah, next week we are. We, okay, we so. Yeah. Well, okay, so the schedule got all fucked up, right? Yeah, it did. And the next episode was it is the. One that was like my birthday's next week, right? Uh, so that was going to be the birthday episode originally, right? Oh no! Uh, but but before that, we were going to do inside job and lower decks. Mm-hmm. We can pause it for the laser birthday episode. Yeah, that's what I kind of want to do. And and then we have we were going to do Goof Troop and a goofy movie and an extremely goofy movie, and then we were going to do Shira with Scarlet. Right. Um, but next time is going to be Clerks, the animated series, and The Critic. Uh, two of my favorite cartoons of all time. Are we watching all of The Critic? No. Okay. Uh, so here, here's what I want to say. Watch all of Clerks. Well, yeah, because it's only like one season, right? Yeah. I think it's only like... 13 episodes yeah, exactly. or something like that. 24 at most. Well, we could actually watch all of The Critic. It's only 23. Really? Yeah. The Critic has only had two seasons, only had 23 episodes, so we could watch all of both. Oh, that does not sound right to me. Huh. Yep. I thought there was more of it. Nope. Only 23 episodes. So yeah, we can watch all of both. Yeah. Huh. Fucking wild. Uh... Oh, that's right. There, there's just a lot of... Hmm? That's right. Nothing. Never mind. Yeah. It's just the two episodes. The, the, the Critic had a very weird run. Okay, well, we can we can um, talk about that when we talk about the show next time. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we'll talk about that next time. So, yeah, we'll just watch all of both. Because uh, Critic's not that long. Mm-hmm. I I will. I thought it was like four seasons for some reason. Never mind. Um, I will say, uh, and this is a warning for both you and anyone who wants to try to watch along. Uh, it is very dated, and I don't mean that. I don't necessarily mean that in like, a, ooh, those jokes didn't age well. Um, the references are very dated. <laughs> yeah, it's been a minute since I've watched the critic. I don't remember all of what was said in it. But a lot of it is, like, 
you have to understand 1993's pop culture landscape to get most of these jokes. Yeah. Um, or 1994 or 1995. It, it is very dated in that sense. Yes. Uh, so you may want to have Wikipedia pulled up. Mm. Uh, just to be like, in case you want to understand something that was, there's a lot of Marlon Brando drunk jokes, fat drunk Marlon Brando jokes in it, and that's yeah. going to be lost on a lot oh, of people. I'm or sure you could just watch it on your own, and then occasionally have a Steve Rogers moment. Yeah, yeah, you could. I think it's worthwhile looking up. Yeah, looking it up. But uh, that's me. Uh, I love it. It stinks. Uh, <laughs> anyway, I love John Lovitz. That that's most of the reason. I just love John Lovitz. There's something about that man that just. Mm-hmm. Uh. Yeah, that's it. All right, cool. Uh, don't be a jackass. We'll catch you next time. Bye. <laughs>